0: Hi, this is Toby Cypress, artist of the white suits. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. And just remember, revenge is best served in a white suit.
1: Oh my God. Are you okay? Excellent.
2: Which one do I echo now? It's a conundrum. I don't
1: know what to do. I'm so confused. grenade just, just screamed
2: woohoo in the other room. Peace so Love
3: Bloodus. Smack
2: that
3: ass. Happy birthday! Ooh. Happy, happy birthday, everyone. Happy, happy birthday.
2: It's been a good day.
0: Yeah, today was a good day.
2: Every time I see that trailer I think you uh, know Jason must be out of his gourd about this movie Oh to for the yes You know this So is it a straight documentary or do any of the actual people that they're documenting appear in the movie like this cube or? Uh, or sure.
0: cube's close enough The well, cube's,
3: cube's son plays cube
0: Oh no
2: kidding
3: Yeah O'Shea Jackson. I cool. heard, although I don't know for sure, I heard Dre makes a cameo.
2: Nice. Uh, I would not. Drizze. I I have zero knowledge of NWA. None. But when it gets to Ice Cube, like Solo, that's when I start to pick I up the, the... That's my shit,
0: dude. Shit added NWA oh, Shit, dude. Death certificate. Shit. I wasn't really following them when they went Solo, but the, the two I well, the Eazy-E cassette and the two nwa cassettes and then above the law which they had one album i think but yeah it's just that's 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 a special time it is
2: i guess that's the golden age of of the the rap right
0: well it depends because i mean i'm sure a lot of people would think now who are older now not old not as old as us but you know snoop Dogg might be their golden age or, or the chronic but that came later. Yes. So how could that? No, that ain't the. That golden could be age. their golden age. I'm saying. Right. Well, everyone has a golden right. age. But for us, Mine's, no, it's that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's NWA. Cool. At least, I I'm sorry. At least on the West Coast. Nobody trumps a public enemy for me. Exactly. See, that's right. East Coast for me is I, I'm not. I'm not a big Biggie fan. But no, it's it's public. I'm not. I've never. I'm not. I've never heard a big a Biggie disc like the, straight through. I've never heard an entire. Oh Biggie. my god! The, the, this house, I got to hang up. We're not. We're not Biggie fans in this house.
3: <laughs> He's fat.
0: <laughs> he is fat. My brother loves Biggie though, so I mean, it's. I, I still have to hear about it, but no, it's. We're. It's all about Tupac.
2: I like the irony. His name was Small. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's quite clever. <laughs> Just like you're lucky it's your birthday, Vince. Hey everybody, 11 o'clock comics episode 380. The three
0: white dudes talk about rap. Yes. Well, two and a half. I know nothing. And, uh, and I'm Vince B. You are the birthday boy, Vince B. I am David A. Price.
3: You are David A. Price. And yes, the host is the birthday boy. But most importantly, coming at you in 2017 and 2019,
2: back again, I am Mike Lowry. (laughs) No, you're not. You're not, Mike. You're not. You're not, Mike Lowry. You're Jason Wood, everybody. And you don't have to wait till 2017 to get cheap comics. Nope. All you got to do... That's a segue. All you got to do is shimmy on over to discount comic book service, dcbservice.com, and you will reap a multitude of rewards, i.e. cheap comic books and collectibles, such as... Now, I don't want to get too, yes, I don't want to get too deep into this because I got a feeling we'll be talking about this book a little later on. But from Image, our boy scored the cover of the previews this month. It is the delectable Scotty Young. The book in question is called I Hate Fairyland. And he does it in cooperation with, and I'm probably going to F this up, but such is my way, right? Jean-Francois... Bollier, is it? I think it's blue, but I could be wrong. Is it really blue?
3: But I don't know for sure. Well,
2: that makes sense. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and that would fit. Blue. Jean Francois Blue, who is a next level colorist. I told Scotty on the Facebooks. I said, "You better get down on all fours, because this cat is good. He's extremely good. He's like, oh no, 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 it's not all in. Blah, blah blah. You know, Scotty. I love him. <laughs> oh. But sorry. anyway, I hate Fairyland number one. A it's a on blast. I, know. I love him, though. He's doing such good work. Yes. It's it's uh, cover price is three 50. We'll talk about it in a little while. You pay attention. You can get it from DCBS for $1.75. That's 50% off. From IDW, it's Walt Simonson. Mm-hmm. It's Dead Thor. It's Ragnarok. It's the hardcover collection of six issues of Walt Simonson's Ragnarok. Will only cost you a paltry. Twelve dollars and forty-nine cents. Now, do the math. IDW three ninety-nine an issue. You're getting six issues hardcover for twelve forty-nine. If you're a DCBS customer, oh my God, how could you say no? And last but not least, from Archie, Dwayne Swierzynski is writing, uh, Michael Gatos on art. It's the Black Hood, trade paperback, volume one, bullets kiss. Cover price is a very reasonable. Fourteen ninety nine. I think it's five issues. But if you are a DCBS customer, you can get it for a really nice price. Mm. <laughs> $7. Yeah, it's a big weight for a little word. Uh, nice price of $7.49. That's crazy. They don't mind late orders or order editions. You can get your book shipped straight to your house, and you don't have to leave the confines of your couch, people. Go to them. And multiply. DCBService.com. They are the best. Absolute best. Nicely done. Hands, hands down. Well, I'm excited, not only for Scotty, but there's a lot of good books uh discounted this month. I had to really pick and choose because, you know, I'm trying to trim my order down a little <laughs> bit trim. these days. And uh, I cannot say no to the – the. I this should be my slogan. I cannot say no to the Craig Yell books <laughs> from, from well, I on, bim, Bump. Yeah, I have to have them all.
0: Golden Got Age Corp
2: reprints, gots to have them. It's like you with something. Mm.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, uh.
2: So let, let's do the drink. In case you haven't guessed. Someone's buzzed. I, I've started drinking early Ooh, this episode. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, go ahead, pick it up.
0: Birthday boy, you're the one who've been drinking. Go ahead. Yeah, tell not. us what you've been drinking.
2: They asked me what would uh, suit my fancy on this, my 50th birthday. And I said, well, I would really like a case of Raging Bitch from Flying Dog. And that's what they brought me home. Awesome. I love Flying Dog. The only one I really don't love but I can tolerate is the Oyster Beer. I don't even know the name of it. It's not all that great. But all the other... Uh, flavors, amazing. And the Raging Bitch is my absolute favorite of all of them. Yeah, good stuff. So that's I'm what nice. I'm
3: Proud of you, dude. Look uh, at you all grown up at
2: 50. Right? I thought I'd do it up right for you because, you know.
0: Mm, yeah, for us.
2: And so thanks hard. to
3: our Facebook group, you've been celebrating your birthday for 48 hours.
2: I know. And I really have to thank everybody on Facebooks because the, um, the stream has been pretty constant since this, since this morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Oh yeah, I, no, just... I I really appreciate that. There's no reason for anybody to do that. I'm just uh just an average dude trying to uh oh, stop. Uh, no, seriously. I I there's no pretense here. I'm just having fun here and people seem to I don't know pick up on it. So yeah, thank you for the Facebook um well wishes and the birthday wishes and all the pictures and the cleavage and Dan with the the naughty uh one piece image just made my day. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about um Hembeck? Holy crap! I saw that. I love well, it. see that. 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 Was awesome. Fred Hembeck,
3: well, Happy
2: birthday to, to you! Oh, no, He wrote a book. Yeah, it wasn't just. A, I don't know if it's cut and paste.
0: Even if it is, so I, what? It, Fred, I, Fred Hembeck noticed oh, me. Oh yeah. yeah, no. I mean, oh, it, it, that's awesome. Yeah. You, I mean, it's you you. Since you said cut and paste, I might have to check mine from last year. But I, it's, it's still, it's. Along the same vein but it's fred hembeck so it's it's oh, going exactly. to have that that familiarity with it regardless so no,
2: but it wasn't just fred it was laverne Kinzerski yeah. send me a heads up i mean a bunch scotty young uh chris burnham like all all our friends um you know tony fleeks it d- doesn't matter who you are i just i thank you so much for the birthday wishes it really made oh, my day yeah that's awesome yeah you're awesome what are you drinking uh I am drinking I feel like we're switching roles.
3: I am drinking <laughs> Canada Dry Lemon Lime sparkling seltzer water.
2: <laughs> Makes my day that you're drinking the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, After baby. you pissed you pissed on at something severe a couple of episodes oh, ago. I like, I
3: don't, I'm addicted to yeah. it now though. I'm I'm going on two, Isn't it- two weeks without diet soda.
2: Has it been two weeks already?
3: Yeah, getting there. Maybe a week and a half. feels, feels like do an eternity. You, do you feel better
2: though? Feel great. Serious. No, for real. If I put a diet, Dr. Pepper, in front of you right now, you would drink there's it. There's bottles there's ten bottles in the pantry in the house right now. Uh, see, you have resolved, dude. I could never do that. If I have to go off something, it's got to be completely removed from the house. I have no willpower whatsoever. Yeah. That's no, the man, I'm good. Can't.
3: I'm good. I'm I'm uh again it's early. It's like it's like being an addict of anything. It's, it's a week and a half isn't exactly uh time to wear a pin and declare yourself a, a changed man. But, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been actually much easier than I expected it to be, to be, you know, because it, it, as we've talked about a million times, I didn't just drink diet soda. I probably drank as much diet soda as any human being on the earth. So, uh, I expected it to be tougher than this. Uh, but after like three days, the headaches were gone. And, uh, I must say seltzer is helping a lot because it's still got that bubbly, that carbonated thing going right. on for it. So,
2: yeah. And it kind of cleans you out a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, With the, with the burping and shit, it makes you feel a little better. He
0: really never had a
3: problem burping though. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good on that front, but
2: yeah. As
0: our listeners will attest. That's right. I'll get you, I'll, um, I'll get you a chip for October.
2: You got a coin. 90
3: days. 90 days soda, soda (laughs)
2: burp. Oh shit.
1: Which,
3: by the way, I don't want anyone listening to this to think we're mocking sobriety. No, either. no, no, no my legitimate God. Legitimate sobriety, because we all, I, no. I, I just, no, I just don't want people to take that their own no, way. we're making no, a joke about soda, but we are, I'm in not in any way mocking, like, sobriety programs, because no, I'm sure we all have lots were. of, well, family members that have been yeah. through the process and all that, so yeah.
2: I could fill a minibus with family members. Exactly, who have, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So there you go.
3: Cool. So we got to well, first of all, man, happy birthday! You know we both you're love you. Me. It's uh, I, it's I pretty awesome. You. It's pretty awesome. I was thinking about it. When did we first meet? I mean, I know when we did, but how many years ago was that?
2: You're forgetting about David. David, <laughs> David didn't say
0: what he's drinking yet. Oh shit!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to celebrate your uh, birthday. I know. I it's
0: true. It's true. And I don't. My don't bad, know. boo. My bad. It's all good. It's, I know you're drunk on the seltzer. It's um the uh I had to have grape. For Vince tonight, so it's um it's the Redwood Creek Merlot. The Merlot.
2: Excellent. Okay. Go French or go home.
0: This is actually California.
2: Word. Whatever. Okay. Merlot's a French word. Uh, when did we meet? Uh, geez, I don't even know. Uh, we, we would talk through the email and the, the yeah, PMs. Yeah, well
3: no, we met, we met at, at uh, CGS, uh, episode 200.
0: Was it 200? Cause yeah. I met David at 100. At 100, right? then I went to the next, right. the second one after that.
2: Dude, we were so cute. David and I exchanged CDs. Yes, we did. It was a mixtape. We, uh, we oh. I, gave, I, I, gave, <laughs> I gave him a Miles Davis mixtape. I love you. Oh. I, knew, I knew then that he was gonna be real close to me. <laughs> and then, you know, he has to go and, and dick me on the... Yeah, they yeah, the, wanna bring <laughs> that up. <out>? It's just, <laughs> just cause it's your birthday doesn't mean I'm not mean i am like, going let that go. <laughs> Uh, Now, we've been together a long time. For first uh, listeners, God help you. But I think we've been together in one shape or form for at least eight, nine years.
1: Actually, I was
0: was looking up um, old CGS episodes to see when... Because I kind of remember the first episode I was listening to. I thought I was, but then the the names kind of don't mesh up with the numbers from what I remember. But I, I... and then there was the whole com, where the forum was initially, um, right and then eventually into, in, into a real message board. But the, uh, it was, yeah, we, I mean, we were online friends for a long time before we actually, before Vince and I met. And then, um and then I think it was, it had to have been, I mean, at least for me and Jason, a, a New York Comic Con, I think.
3: Right. Hmm. But how many years ago was that, is what I was getting at?
0: I would say eight, right? Well, the, That's what I it, thought, too, right? Because the um, bullpen bulletin started in 2006, because it was world 2006 in Chicago, and then shortly after that, it was bullpen bulletins, and then um, with that, it, it's hard for me to gauge the schedule, or how long we did it, because it. I know how many episodes we did, but it took, I mean, sometimes there were weeks between episodes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're being kind. I am, but sometimes there the, was a month. The, uh, and, and then yeah, and then shortly after that era and did that rain its course, then that's when the emails came out about starting up a foursome. And it was, it was 2007, right? It was, it was like the fall of 07. Okay. I would say it was when we started eleven o'clock, and then
2: Jason came in around episode
0: four. Mm-hmm. Four, yeah, yeah,
2: yep. yeah. And that was I just, none of it.
0: No, I just knew. I can't wait to write, write Jason's. I cannot wait to write Jason's birthday post. It, it was Dab my was like, one. Who is
3: this fool that Vince is having that's, come, that's, come that's, on with us? Uh, no, dude, it was my one me moment and Chris
2: of clarity. <laughs> I I just I don't know what it was. I said to myself. God damn it! He's smart. He can write a really good sentence. He knows his name? relative. Very you know, true. I mean, the the, the comic knowledge. Well, no, it's, that, it's your birthday, but you're you're giving uh, me platitudes. Let's keep, let's keep this going. No, because I love you. The uh I'm the, the, See, now, now you just moved me on uh, off the track. Oh, he, his comic knowledge is limited to a certain like back then. You were all Marvel, yeah. and I was like, For okay, sure. well, we can we can mold this dude. Let, let's just see what he's got. And you came on and I was like, I, I knew it. I just knew it right off the bat that you, you were the, the fourth member. I don't know how I knew it, but I'm glad I knew it. And you know what? While we're on the subject, I'm still pissed at him for leaving. He does wish you a happy birthday, by the way. I know. Okay. I'm still, I'm still extremely pissed at him for leaving. And he knows that. But I wish he were here to celebrate this with us. And oh. I'm talking about Chris.
3: I like to hear that. Yeah. That warms my heart.
0: It does. It really does.
2: If you were going back to C two E two this year, come on! <laughs> <laughs> will Will Piper messages yeah. me all the time. C two E two, you're coming, right? It's like he's ban you. You're coming. You're coming, right? <laughs> go. I am. let <laughs> be go, Vince. <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna do C two E two this year. I'm I'm pretty sure of it. That's awesome. So so maybe we'll we will bury. Uh, Various and sundry hatchets. We'll yeah, see. into each other or just whatever the case. We'll see how it works. We'll Thank you to Harold Chicken check I'm gonna get a new tat. Mm, 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 mm. So let's talk about some comics. I think we're no, boring. The no, no, no. Oh no! What do you want to talk about?
0: I, I want to talk about what, what what everybody got you for your birthday.
2: Oh, we're gonna do this yes. now. Yes, we are. Bills. Oh, yeah, we are.
0: Yes, we are. I thought we'd give them some quality. No, no it's your birthday. It. <laughs> <And for laughs> us, don't. right
2: which one do I open first David's Jason's no me come on me me. me. I open yours first
3: yeah. you open mine first All yeah right.
2: yeah please do not right bend. before the fall. I gotta say I don't see how it would be physically possible to bend this even if I wanted to. nice because it's stacked within two very rigid it's like me right now. it's very rigid <clears throat> pieces of cardboard. Now, how far do I go with the exact amount? Oh, shit. I just don't want to rip into anything valuable. They're ripping in a, rip a tearing. Uh, while I'm doing this, I will tell the listeners that I had planned on sending Jason a photo, a doctored photo, yeah, yeah. Of, of the parcel using the, uh I don't know if you guys remember, but he had had a mishap. Oh, yeah.
0: I was going to just say, oh, <laughs> so then I was going to ask if he sent you the Stuart Eminem page.
2: No, I was going to use that package that he put the, the image right. up and just Photoshop in the exact same cut and see if he noticed. But I said to myself, you know what? Jason's getting up there in age. I'm to grab his He yeah. may stroke, stroke stroke out on this. I, I right. may have stroked out. I, I almost have this open. Mm. Almost. I'm being very careful <sighs> with my samurai letter opener. All right. Uh, you can, okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Jason, you did a great job wrapping this thing.
3: <laughs> oh, Yeah, I can't take credit for that.
2: Who did? The,
3: the wife? The, the, no, the person who I procured it from.
0: Oh, oh I thought oh, it, I that... thought it went to Jersey first.
3: It did, but I oh. I kept it in its original
0: packaging. Sweet Jersey to Jason's yes. house. Please. I thought Jason sent it, and he obviously he did. All right. Oh, my God. Okay, let's see.
2: Oh jeez, they got this in here really good. It's a, it's a page here. It's a page. It's a page of OA from who I don't know yet. There's tape all over this thing. I'm trying not to I'm sorry this is not enjoyable to listen to but I'm trying it to get is, this people thing out. love
0: you I know it's true I'm
2: trying to get this thing out All right pages removed Wow shit it's a it's a page it's a, a, a oh my goodness Holy shit it's from pit Pri, prison pit 3 Johnny <laughs> yes. Johnny Ryan it's page number 58 and it is disgusting. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, my goodness.
3: Happy birthday.
2: Shit, he works small, dude. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I got to get this. I'm looking at the consistency of the blacks. He's like four or huge.
3: five years ago, you were looking at his art at one of the cons you're at, and you didn't pull the trigger.
2: No, I didn't. Remember that? But wait. Of course. I'm looking at the consistency of the black. You know, he's got a pretty. I mean, you would say Johnny Ryan style is pretty ratty. I mean, intentionally ratty, right? He likes to to scumble up the lines, but his solid blacks are really nicely laid down. I mean, they mm-hmm. are pretty uniform. Ugh. Again, sorry for boring people, but
0: no, nah, this this is awesome.
2: All right, nice.
0: And his I've had it for like, a long time. Yeah, I know. no, she when is, he like, told really? me that a few months ago, he says, "Yeah, this is what I got him." I was like, "Oh, that's that's great. I'm gonna." <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting them, but it is, it is yeah, it got signed it off Johnny.
3: of a, um a comic link auction
2: actually.
0: No kidding. That's
2: mm-hmm. right.
0: I can't wait to see it.
2: It's signed Johnny Ryan to 2013. This is awesome. It's going to look amazing, mad at framed.
3: All right, brother. Nice. Happy Woo. birthday and all
2: that. What else we got here?
3: You just had the appetizer. Think, now it's
2: time for the main course. I think David, well, see, I have an idea what David's is. because. Oh, you do? Yeah, because he bought it from a certain person in oh, their right. address. right on the front of the yeah. thing.
3: Ah, true. <laughs> <laughs> He's all giddy. I love it.
2: I hope there's boobies on it. I don't see <laughs> how they could. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny Is
0: she, she even, she posted on Vince's timeline about happy birthday and that he hopes he likes his gifts tonight.
2: Why don't you tell them who it is while I'm opening
0: this? Oh, it's, it's, it's our gal, Giselle, Giselle Lagasse, who, um, now the artist on the Archie meets the Ramones one shot. Um, but it's, uh, and our favorite, well, my favorite, webcomic, but uh Manage 3 so which congratulations even... has been f- successfully funded within 13 hours for... no oh, shit by... dude what no 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 <laughs> what's so the matter
2: it. oh my god it's vamprella you need to see this I mean, <laughs> it is awesome <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna lose it <laughs> And it's in color, David, what did you do? Yeah, Jason was right.
1: Ah, oh, nice. That's
2: not all though. No, what else you got? Archie meets the Ramones. Poster. Yep. Oh man, they're all signed. Yep. They're all signed. These are the, some of these images we got as
0: postcards, yes? Uh, no, these were the, um, I don't think these were postcards, but these oh. th- these were posters that were given out with the th- that were reward tiers for the last Kickstarter. Jason titties, titties. Yeah, she sent the I first.
3: Know it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Thank <laughs> you, my brother. This is Earth awesome. Ava.
2: I gotta scan this. Yeah, you do. This Vamprella Van is amazing. Dynamite. Take note. If she was drawing the book, uh. I'd be I'd be buying it. And you know while we're on the subject, if she was drawing the uh what is it? uh Mark Wade, who's who's writing the
0: new Archie? Wade's writing it and Fiona is drawing yeah. it. Yeah,
2: if if she, uh, no, nothing against our girl Fiona, but if uh um she was drawing it, I would be by. I don't like Fiona on Archie. I don't think it's the right She's fit.
3: not the perfect fit for it.
2: No, I mean, no. Is, uh, look, no. I
3: mean she doesn't She's one of the all time, I mean, she, well, not, she's not all time, but she's, she's a, one of the best in the business currently, right? She's one, I think, yeah. Two or three Eisner's for best yes. artist. She, she doesn't need validation, but I agree. This is just not quite, I don't think it's quite a fit.
0: No. And it, it's only for, I, I think maybe four issues. So then, um, yeah, I guess someone else, but, issues, right? uh, I mean, it's, it gets eyes on it. Maybe it's, it's a different look. And I don't know if, if Wade's story would work with another, artist but it it's it kind of feels a little bit like and I, and I said this i don't know if jason got to read it yet but it it's it, it's like Saka on earth there's there, there are there are definite similarities in 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 the way the characters look um the story i thought was i i enjoyed wade's story because it was it was different in the sense that it you are it's Ground floor, and 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 not like you know you had to oh it's it's Archie number six hundred and seventy eight I'm lost I'm not going to you know those were all done in one stories anyway there was was no real continuity so you could always pick up an Archie Mm -hmm. book but this is now you know there's no Veronica as of the the first issue there's no you know you are you're meeting all of these people for the first time and the fact that they look a little different I think helps with that because you these they may feel familiar but they they do look a little different than what you've been used to but um i i I think of archie and i think of a certain look and
2: it's true it's true and time does march on right we can't expect all archie to look like dandy carlo all the time right right? but that said it's too steeped in realism for me and i mean bray fogel was as much leeway i was as i was willing to give Archie, like, Bray Fogle did a bunch of
0: the- Oh, the, the uh, the life with Archies and that. You know.
2: Right, right, and that was cool and I enjoyed seeing that, but I don't want to tr- trip over that line into realism. Like, Fiona draws very realistically, she uses a very spare line, but she's still steeped in realism. And it's just, it's too real for- me. I don't know, it's just too real. I would love to see, uh, Gazelle on, um on archie mm-hmm. L- i mean the regular book i'm gonna buy the ramones thing because it oh, looks yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. yeah and it's the ramones uh but g- thank you both that is amazing amazing stuff
3: you we well deserve it brother
2: yeah that's uh, right
3: now right. bro hangs
0: can we talk about the strain did you see the latest episode jason
3: yeah i'm all caught up dogs
0: oh great did you love the beginning?
3: I did love the beginning absolutely. All right.
0: All right, all right. I thought not. the be- yeah,
2: no, I, I just- thought the beginning was a masterpiece. Absolutely. absolutely. And did you notice that the character's name is Angel, yes. okay? Mm-hmm. And, which is very close to Santo, which is saint. And that's what it was a a, a parody of. It was a parody of El Santo. Yes. And it was done so well, like I was telling David, if you are a fan of those vintage, um, luchador movies like El Santo, and Blue Demon, it looks amazingly like that, like the footage looks like it could be from that time. Right. It was, it was really nicely done.
3: It was, dude, it was, I mean, it reminded me of, uh, La Mano del Destino. I mean, it, yeah. you know, Jake, our boy Gonzo must, I don't know if he's watching that show, but, but, uh, you should at least peep that clip because that was pretty exactly. cool.
2: It was amazing with the female vampires and the cheap ass coffins and the, 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 uh, you know, the henchmen and the machine. It was amazing. I'm sitting there watching it with Nina. I finally convinced her to, to, to watch it and she's like, Oh, is this ever going to end? I was like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, this is the best part. It's not going to get any better than this.
0: And they, and, and they were not subtle about whether or not the person watching the video was the dude who was actually in the video, I mean, as soon as he gets up when his break's over, he's, he's, grabbing his leg. And then, um, I was joking around with Vince before we started that, you know, every time someone turns the light on, someone sneezes, all of a sudden he gets into that hunch stance. And it's like, dude, you can't, you can't <laughs> not be. And, and I honestly thought during when they first walked into the restaurant, I thought Angel was Gus's father. That's what I thought. And then when, uh, he, came, and then when
3: he came back, I thought he, you know, that was his, he was his gonna say. father because who who, who disowned him because he was a thug right or something and then he was going back for some reason to sort of connect with them and uh and obviously that wasn't what happened but i felt the same thing dave
0: and
2: i i didn't understand at the time i didn't understand what the what the impetus was for him to go to the indian restaurant in the first place just because he was curious about indian food like why was he
0: even in there? did he see maybe he saw the uh the hostess uh, Oh, okay. Um, But she is very, very fetching. She is. And when when Gus went back home to the apartment, there was a silver angel statue on on the stand next to the couch. Yep. Yep. Which I don't remember seeing in the first season, but it wasn't something I was looking for. So obviously, which of course now Gus has to go back and and he's like, "Yeah, I thought so. You were, you know." And and um, you know, I'm sure it's not the last we're going to see. Of Angel, but I, I it's, hope not. it's, uh, I was, I was glad to see more Gus. Um, cause that was one of my only.
3: Yeah. Very Gus centric episode.
0: Yeah. Which I like because lately we haven't had a lot of, uh, the first couple episodes is like he showed up and then that was it. Um, the, the, uh, not so much with the flashbacks this time around, but it, it's still, um, it was a nice flashback in the sense that we got the meeting between, um, Eichhorst and, and Palmer. Um, mm-hmm. and go ahead.
2: No, I, I think the first episode was perfect the way they did it, the way they, they led in with the,
0: uh, uh, what's with his name? Saturday, yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. That was the, the oh, that best was way fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like that it, it kicked off the second season and we didn't, um, we didn't get that at the first season because it was, we had the Masters reveal towards the end of the first season and, and having them tell his origin early on I think would have kind of deflated that somewhat, but, uh. I'm, I'm still a little bit leery of the whole
2: change in demeanor with Sardou, like he's a friend to children, and he's throwing out candy and then he gets turned and all of a sudden he starts preying on children. Which which could tie in with the the whole the strain. Whenever you turn, you want to destroy your lover. Right. So it it could mean that he loved children the and most. And
0: speaking of children, the feelers are some of the creepiest the fucking oh things. Oh my god! god.
2: Oh, oh, no, just the and like when they're watching sound the that sound that is, so is one thing,
0: see. but 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 cur- crawling around with the the knees up by, I'm like it's it's like Macfarlane's the way they're all on the floors and just oh, oh it is.
2: I, and how about the part where, where she's cradling the head oh, and then she just snaps its friggin' neck because it didn't live up to whatever standards she had set, yeah. some arbitrary standard, just snaps its, its no, neck. Right. And it's like, right, oh man. It's, uh, Kelly, I, I knew they were going to go this way and I was kind of dreading it, but the way they've done it so far, like with the master handpicking her yeah. as his somewhat surrogate successor that really makes sense because who better to prey on your worst enemy than someone close to your worst enemy but I mean, right. going
0: to, it's making me think though that's going to just based on other stories uh it'll bite him in the ass because she i'm not getting the sense that she wants to harm her son as much as she just so i i think he's the master obviously has has his plan but i don't think it's going to go just because it's it's a mother's love and and i don't think right. it's 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 going to pan out the way he
3: well, wants. Well i'll say it again uh if if they hey. stick to the books which by all accounts they are <laughs> you guys have no idea what's coming. Okay. Have no okay. idea. No that, that's no good. Cl- that's good. Yeah. yeah no but idea. i i
2: i will say if they have f have a moment of hesitation with the wife uh, it will completely shatter any kind of faith I have in that character because up until now, he's like, your mother's dead. Yeah, She's gone. Yeah. That's not your mother. Right. If he, if he, there's a point where he has to take her out and he doesn't do it, that, that would be disingenuous as le- in terms of the writing for me right. because
0: he, he, he's, well, unless he thinks he's, he's got he's sure, that word because now he's all about, you know, the, he's, no, he's infecting he, he the he others
2: can't. and no, he knows he can't cure. Um, I just have to say, I must get down on all fours and thank the producers of this show for bringing Lizzie Bruchera in. Oh my God, this woman! Is that Dutch? Coco. Uh Palmers. Uh, oh drove yes, yes oh, yeah. I I have oh, loved her vision, since yeah. since American Horror Story, and you know what? She's got them little tiny bags under her eyes, and it may even makes her more attractive. You're right. You're right. She is gorgeous, and that smile god yeah if i was palmer hell yeah i'd take you in yeah. yes i yes. would mm-hmm. in, in a second no i i, I love how they're, they're fleshing out palmer to be he's not just um you could see where his motivations lie now in in terms of getting that book he he's not you know just the the dumb character who wanted to live forever he's He's hedging his bets against the vampires. Like, he knows it's going to come a day where he's going to have to turn the tables on these beasts, and he wants to be armed with whatever he can do to, to pull it over. And it just makes sense. He's a smart guy.
3: Yeah, no doubt.
2: Yeah, I think this, the second season is blowing How me away. How about Satrakian,
3: not, dude, grinding up the yeah. worms to keep himself alive?
2: Oh, dude, blowing them mm-hmm. in his eyes and just, oh, God. Now, did, did you know that, Jason, going in, that he would do yeah. that? hmm Oh, man. I see. I had no idea when he was grinding that shit up. I'm like, no, nah, he's not gonna. And then Amazing. all of a sudden, just dropping him in his eyes, I was
0: like, dude, that is that that is hardcore.
2: But it makes perfect like, sense. I'm like, I'm
0: like 104, 94 years old. It's like you know, I'm I'm a World War II survivor. What did you think? How old do you think I am? And and it's it works. Um,
2: but seriously, using your enemy's strength to to bolster your own resolve that's that's brilliant. He, and he doesn't care. Yeah, I, I do it. So what? It keeps me young. I gotta beat these guys. He's gonna do anything yeah. to beat the master.
1: Yeah.
3: Dude, it's, it's, it's crazy though to think the long game, like you forget how these vampires live for so long that, you know, they've been setting up what's happening now for decades. Well, for centuries in Sardou's case, but, but I mean, in terms of, uh, of, uh, I always forget the dude's name, the, the Nazi. His right hand. I, 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 course. You know, he, I mean, he goes and any and he, uh, you know, any he, he, and he intervenes. Post-World War Two, I mean, you know, it's, and, and you know, it's all about this lumen, right? I mean, it's like they, they, they they keep, uh, they keep referencing this book, right? This lumen. And it's like, I think it's fascinating to see. It, it, I love the, uh, the Indiana Jones undertones, you know, of, of, of this ancient artifact and does it exist or not? And, you know, he was basically, he, I mean, Satrakian was basically Indiana Jones for a while, for Vampire, you know, under, he was right. under the auspice of, uh, of uh oh, fucking what's his name the 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 head of the uh the corporation Palmer Palmer yeah you know so and i liked it uh Palmer's former red man slash bodyguards getting back into it now yes you and, know, and yeah broke. and his,
0: so you see who his brother is um, Arthur from
2: Orphan
3: Black Oh yeah that's where uh, i
2: recognize right, him from yeah that's right yeah cool well i don't know how the show's doing in the ratings but uh, I hope it's doing well enough that we start to see some kind of media tie in for the show and uh when twin twin Peaks was was hitting really big, they published a facsimile edition, The diary of Laura Palmer. I want a copy of the loom yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah for and i and I know del Toro has it in him to get that done sure so yeah are there love are time. are there
0: um excerpts from the the book in the um in the novelization? In, in the novels, Jason? Maybe. Or is it just, okay. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> cool, cause I didn't know, you know, I mean, you know, if you read, he heard the audiobooks, but if you read the novels, you know, then maybe there are a couple of chapters where it's just, but it's, I mean, no, but a, but a full hardcore version of, of the actual book would be pretty cool.
2: That would be awesome, yep. lickety Lumen. I gotta say, yeah. David Bradley's a really good actor. He really he's, is. He's very convincing, as, well, uh, no joke. It's true. Because one, once he uh put the the uh vampire Visine in his eyes, you could really see it there, a change in him. He stood up a little straighter. He he was more robust and more animated. It was really it it was almost subtle, but not mm-hmm. you know, not quite. No, he's very good. Uh I think all the cast is great, uh with one exception, Zach really needs to die.
0: Yeah, where might go. It's not the best kid just, actor. No. Yes. <laughs> And i and He's I mean, and when he went off on, you know, so, so oh, Dad's going to take you to to work, and here's all his vials and everything that we need to to survive, and you're going to have a fucking temper tantrum, just start throwing shit around, and, and it's like he, I don't, he, that's no, and no, no, definitely not, no, no,
2: and and as we were watching it, uh, when he brought Zach into the the other room, and he and he shoved his yep. face into the vampire yeah. nina goes nina goes oh that's terrible i said i would have done the exact <laughs> same thing to you <laughs> <laughs> take a good look at what you're up against sweetheart because you're good you're gonna need it mm-hmm. no i thought i thought it was great i i loved this season so far good stuff yes. um I, I i don't think it's a better show than walking dead i mean that's the inevitable comparison it, it walking dead is the top dog in, in horror themed shows right now, but Indeed. I will, I will say, when they get into the nitty gritty, when they start chopping off heads, I think the action sequences in The Strain are much better than what we've seen in, in Walking Dead so far. I mean, they're fleeting, they're fleeting and they're few, but the one part where, uh, Fett and, uh, and the hacker chick were in the, the, um that tight area and they started hacking off heads, like that scene was really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I mean, CG out the ass, but what do you expect? But no, I, I was, I was mesmerized. I just rewound it and kept watching it. Um, I don't see how any of them haven't been infected by now with all those worms flying around, but suspension of disbelief. That's the one thing I guess you gotta swallow when you watch the strain. They're, they're not gonna get a worm from, from combat. They, in the real world, they'd probably all be dead by now.
3: No, I agree. I mean, it is the one thing I do think about when they do the close quarters battling, cause a lot of times in this, in the show, you know, one little drop will get on somebody and then they'll be doomed. And yet these guys are like, taking people out left and right, like, especially face when the to three face. of
0: them went to the, um, went to the hospital following the infected dude. And it's, and the one you had, um, uh, you had Fetch shooting people left and right, but then, then, um, the hell's dad's name well Ephraim. he's all he, he's right next to one where he's you know that something's splattered on him and I, i'm trying to see if they're wearing gloves if they you know it, but yeah it's it's getting they're a little fast and loose with with whether or not how how uh close or clean they need to be
2: don't you think in this situation that like duct tape would be a very valuable commodity you you would want a duct tape where your sleeve meets your glove yeah Where your pants meet your ankle. You know what I mean? Like, just get that shit all shorn up. But they don't seem to be taking those precautions. It's a little far-fetched to me. Well,
3: especially because they're, they're, well, I mean, several of them are, are dealing with, with infectious diseases. So, you know what I mean? Like, like, you would think that they would, yeah, exactly, that they would be, like, all about safety protocols. You know what I mean? I
2: don't know. To the point where they'd have some kind of lockdown procedure. Both before and after they ever went out, they come back from a hunt. They just walk in, throw their jackets off. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like you could have a freaking worm on there. Chances are real good you have a worm on you. <laughs> but uh, again, I, I let that go. It's just because you have to. Yeah, it's kind of like Walking Dead when Rick walks out of a melee and he's covered with blood, yet he never turns. And it's it's near his mouth. It's near its eyes. You know, it, it, you 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 think even your skin could absorb whatever pathogen is in it because you got the pores going on right now nah, rick never turns but <laughs> you just this, those are the things you have to swallow no i i love i i think this the season so far is is uh a lot faster than the first season because we don't have the backstory to take care of mm-hmm. and and uh, it's great it's I, I can't you know me in tv it takes me a while like i'll i'll mainline Ten, twelve episodes, or something, but to get me to watch it takes a long time. Now I'm watching this every Sunday when it comes out. Boom! Yeah. Love I it. I just can't wait for you guys to see what happens. <laughs> like, uh, Dude, don't don't you hate it when one person knows more than the others? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I just all I can say is like,
3: what what what's going to happen at some point in the show is more surprising than anything that's happened in the walking dead in game of thrones, like for people that maybe have already read and see what's coming. Like you're, you're like, there's just when it happened in the book, I was like, what? Like, I was like, (laughs) pardon me. So yeah, it's
2: yeah. It's pretty. Oh man. You know, I made the mistake of, um, looking at some of the covers to the strain books. Um, the, the dark horse comics. And I saw something there and I was like, how the hell does that tie into the story? It made no sense to me, and I'm oh. guessing that, yeah, I'm guessing that is uh contingent on the stuff you're talking about. I don't know about, what the picture is. No, I won't say because okay. David doesn't need to know. Yeah. But, well, I mean, we'll see what what happens. But no, I'm along mm-hmm. for the ride. I don't care what happens. I I, I just adore this show.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's
2: really it's it's excellent. I, really... I, Natalie Brown is really good. Yeah, uh, she's she's appropriately creepy and she moves really disturbingly well and it's just like you i i could see her as this demented mother of these creatures that are so abhorrent to look at i mean these kids are disgusting mm-hmm. when they had them coming up out of the dirt i was like oh my god no because you put a kid in that situation and it just goes to show you what the master will do to get his enemies he well, has no qualms against kid, children
3: the one thing i don't it, like the other thing too is when they're training gus the uh, the other elders and they're training Gus and trying to teach him to use hand to hand and stuff. It's like you can't tell me that grabbing the extended tentacle proboscis <laughs> or whatever and like right. pulling him towards you and then like stabbing him isn't getting the stuff on you. Like how's that, that was, not
0: getting it?
2: Right. That was pretty cool though.
3: No, it is. It is. <laughs> but uh I I just wish they hadn't set the precedent that the stuff is so contagious that like one worm can get you
2: infected, that's all.
0: Right, right.
2: And and literally one worm can get you affected, as we have seen, maybe with- the worms
0: are racist, oh no <laughs> his, his mom what is do you guys crazy think's going to
3: happen with 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 Palmer and his girl uh
2: I'm guessing she's going to realize he's a scumbag, <laughs> and she <laughs> she's probably going to turn on him because she seems too savvy to just remember, she doesn't though,
3: like-
2: remember though she's a humongous opportunist though she is, but i'm all right, you read the books, I'm guessing. The reason why he brought her in is not so much her intelligence or her business acumen. He wants to get in her pants. Well, oh yeah, he wants to tap it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe he does at one point and maybe she becomes pregnant and has something over him <laughs> where, yeah. where she can a little bit of leverage. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I, I know his, his reasons for bringing her in are not business or, uh, altruistic uh, related. I think he's, he's just mm-hmm. looking for some shrimp. Yeah, and I can't say I blame yeah, you He wants some yummy in his tummy, yeah. I would do the exact same thing. I would quadruple her salary. You drop them droves. i foreign. She is. She is. She is. Yeah. Fine, she. she is. Is exi- yeah, she's and very how about the? Uh, how about so estimate, girl...
3: ha- how about hacker girl getting on her knees and taking care of business? To, uh... Yeah, that was.
2: Little, I was watching that with Nina. That was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: <that's
1: laughs> yeah. A
2: good point. little little uncomfortable. I said she's trying to the the gas pedal stuck. That's
1: she's oh, yeah,
2: right. like
0: Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's you a hell of a guess. Like,
0: Dad,
3: I know exactly what she's doing. This,
0: this, no, is, I, I'm not, this is what happens I'm when not, your kids like you know stay up till like two in the morning. When it comes to ten o'clock you can't really say right, it's time for bed. Yeah. I'm not sure I like Hacker Chick. She's she she's she's just she seems well, she, greasy to height,
3: me. Though. Tall,
2: blonde? I she is, but I and I it's did just, like her initially, but I think she uses
0: I'm people. not a fan of the slimy look. I'm well I
2: am. Yeah. No, but no, I'm not I'm, not, sure. I'm not I'm not a fan of people that Treat others like, like stepping stones to get where they want. And I think she's doing that to Fett. And I like Fett much more than I like her. So the right. fact that she's using him, and she may not even be knowing she's using him. Or, or right. cognizant of the fact. But that bothers me. I was,
0: you. I was not happy with the way it ended with Fett Sunday night. No. That was not cool, man. Don't, don't do that to me. I gotta wait a week now and then, then that episode will probably be stuck in a fucking jail cell the whole 60 minutes anyway, but, uh. It's really uh, I think yeah, he's he, very- is. he is. I think he, um, I think he enjoys, as an actor, I think he enjoys the, the, the work he's doing with this show because he just, he does, I've seen him, I've seen commercials for like other shows that like, like talk shows and stuff that he'll be on. And he just seems like a really laid back kind of, kind of chill dude to hang out with. And, and he, I get that from, it could just be cause he's, he's acting, but I, I just, I like that he's uh he seems well he seems to be enjoying the work more than I guess Corey Stoll does There are times where where Stoll just is going through the motions where he just he needs to get from here to here and that's what he's gonna do, and it it may seem a little stiff or dry but but I can watch Fett and, and I, yeah, so he's gonna blow up a subway, and I'm along for the ride, but there are times where I just kind of uh, grit my teeth when whenever Ephraim wants to do something and um, yeah. The, the, you know what? I'm thinking the fact that Ephraim
2: went back on his pledge to never drink again, I think that's going to play into the story some way where it eventually saves his life. Like maybe all that alcohol in his bloodstream makes him, you know, not uh Attractive to the vampires, like maybe if they uh, they try, you know what I mean. Like I, because they're they're playing it up, like the part where he's talk when he's talking to um to Nora, and he takes her drink and pours it into his, and she gives him a look, like he's drinking pretty heavily now. So they're they're pushing oh, yeah,
3: the fact really, that he the back for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that plays into the story more than, in, in in more ways than just him, you know, having a crisis of of whatever kind of faith that he had. Uh I will see Jason knows he won't tell <laughs> us, and
0: I don't want him to, but we'll get there great the is, is uh is aging, she looks a lot different than yeah, but i i I like the whole tough Staten Island. I'm gonna clean up this place and uh, oh no they, when,
2: when they showed the 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 headless corpses hanging from the <laughs> uh-huh. thing, I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I would yeah. have done, yeah, yeah. Cause every, all, all the other uh, politicos are trying to pass it off and, as like something other than it is and like it's a, no, it's, it's a friggin' plague yeah. and you gotta deal with yeah. it. Well, how tough yeah, is no, Palmer, she's...
3: right? He, 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 he gets, he gets all the biggest leaders of all the major banks and all the fed governors together in a room and then sets them up to be devoured. Yeah. It's awesome.
2: No, he's cold. As ice. And Vince Boy Bolivar. I back. love the
3: little touches. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love you know. I think this show would be so much weaker if the vampires were traditional vampires, you know, just with fanged teeth right. and just no, you're, you're right. Right? You're right, it's just they're so organic that's and scary. alien, yeah, and yeah. parasitic. It's so right, and and then and then the things they do, like the just the 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 eyelids clo- clicking the other oh, way, way and, and yeah, just stuff like accent. that. I mean, it's just so well designed.
2: Now, if you can be turned without even being bit that's a cause for alarm it's like the xenomorph an alien, they can get you a number of ways they don't have to bite you, their blood can kill you, that's that's how it is in this, I mean these vampires are extremely dangerous, not in the traditional sense where they're going to sex you up and bite your neck they can kill you from literally across the room yeah. well, for sure. it's, it's, it's just it's crazy um, I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was damn it my, my mind got, got swayed. Uh, oh well, must have been a lie. <laughs> no, it'll come back to me in an hour and I'll interrupt one of you with it. So, well, we'll, we'll get there. But no, it, it, uh, those of you playing along at home, if you aren't watching The Strain, oh dudes, get on that. It is, it is amazing. Even if you don't like horror, it's just a really well-made show.
0: Agreed. Who is? wins? Yeah.
2: yeah. Let's talk some comics. I got oh, caught up. Do. I have a bunch of things I want to talk about that were actually carried over from the last twenty minutes of, of our previous episode. Oh, yeah. If you want to cover these pretty fast, we can do oh, it. Oh, make it clap. Uh, I'd like to talk about Island, number one. Okay, let's do it. You guys go. You guys go with that. Sure. Okay, edited uh, by Marion Churchland's uh, Muffin Delivery Service, aka Brandon Graham, uh, with stories by Emma Rios, Brandon Graham, Kelly Sue DeConnick and Ludro. Now, um, when w- Jason had read this uh, before either of us and was gushing about it last episode and <laughs> rightly so, I think, I think the majority of the issue is incredibly sound. Uh, Emma Rios is firing on all cylinders with ID. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. And topical too with the whole um, gender modification um that is in the, the subject of the news yes, yeah very timely uh, basically we have three people of various ages and sexes who have uh volunteered to be guinea pigs in this this body modification process wherein they put you your consciousness we don't know specifically how they're going to do it but they put your your consciousness in another body we have noah who is a man trapped in a woman's body now i didn't know that she was a woman until they specifically said she was a woman because she's kind of butch Mm -hmm. and once they said okay then i got it um you have charlotte a 51 year old woman and mike who is an ex-con um they all want new bodies for whatever reasons and they get into it in the story but there's something else going on there's a uh, a mining colony on on deimos that gets destroyed and there's riots and there's strife and there's stuff going on and uh really compelling story because it's not just about you know it's it's science fiction it's hard sf there's there's there's, uh stuff going on here but it's more about these three characters and and why they want to release themselves from the confines of their physical forms and it ends on a cliffhanger of sorts and you got to read it it's really well done uh it's done let me get my book It almost looks like, when I was reading this first story, I'm like, oh cool, Graham, who loves manga, is tailoring this issue to look like one of those thick-ass manga volumes where all the stories are printed in monochromatic, like you'll have a green story, a red story, like, and even on colored paper, but that's not the case. The the ID story is all in, in, it's monochromatic, it's red. It's all in red. It's Mm -hmm. really eye-catching as such, but... No, it, it, uh, read this thing. It, it'll capture your attention. Um I don't want to go in order because I don't want to tilt my hand. I, I think
0: it was my I think ID was my favorite story.
2: Really? I, That's cool. I, yeah. Um this is not a slight against Brandon Graham, but his multiple warhead story in this issue is more of the same. Again, it, it's not a dig. He does what he does really well. Mm-hmm. He, he does um, there's a germ of a story here, but it's it's wrapped up in these an onslaught of cool concepts, just really and wordplay. Oh yeah, the puns he'll, for days. Yeah, it, just puns and and wordplay and concepts, and on and on end. And, and but there's a story about Sexica and Nikolai in here. Um, I th- I thought it was great. Uh, that I mean, when when you read a Brandon Graham story, you are Pulled into this, this strange world where all bets are off. Like you are under complete control by Brandon Graham. That's the best thing I can say about an author that he completely, sorry, he completely captivates me to the point where I think I'm in another place. That, what more do you want out of a storyteller, right?
3: Absolutely. He's definitely uh, a quote unquote world builder, but I'm pumped.
2: But he is though legitimately right. right. I mean, right, even though he doesn't, yeah, I know like, he doesn't that, like the term, but that moniker, but that's what he does. But yeah,
3: the setting, the feel, the visuals, the the visual sight gags, the the uh the, the textual sight gags, um, you know, the very loose, almost nonchalant use of sexuality. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's all just very it's all very Brandon Graham. Nobody else does comics like that.
2: Right, but and and that said, I think that his two-page strip in the back of the the issue is better or maybe better than than the the long form multiple words because we actually get a glimpse into his process and why he does the things he does and and Mm -hmm. he says you know just just to He likes going outside the immediate setting to show that there are other stories going on in the world around it. And that's completely Brandon Graham. I mean, you can have Sexica and, and Nikolai in a panel. And there's shit going on around them that makes you think that this is a world where other things are happening. It's not just these two. And why would it be? It's not just these two characters isolated. There are other things in progress here. And thats I think that's the thing that I love best about Graham he he just he fully fleshes out the world and yes call it world building call it what you want it's completely believable and he does have a weird fascination with food
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know a lot of the stuff in multiple warheads is based on food or the consumption of food or the acquisition of food it's just it's it's really compelling um uh there's a story in here called daggerproof mummy by Ludrow that um, I'll be completely honest. I think it almost kills the issue. I that wasn't is, feeling
3: it. I wasn't feeling it at all. I, I just I, I pretty much skipped over it.
2: I, I got about ten pages into it, and it's about skateboarding, and 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 that youthful exuberance that comes with just tooling around the city on a skateboard. Uh, I I. I I think it's trash, personally. Mm. And I, I, I almost never say That's that. That's true. I, I, the art is, is incredibly stylized and it, it's good. It's, there, there's really nothing wrong with the art. I think it's, it's fine for what it is, but it doesn't go far enough for me. Like there's not enough graffiti and there's not enough world building. When you're up against Brandon Graham and, and Emma Rios in the same issue and you just kind of like, you're good enough. Good enough's not good enough with those other people in, in, in step with you. You, you have to excel. And this story doesn't excel at all. It, it's basically monochromatic. The, the, the text is, is horrendous. It's an eyesore. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's canned fonts that were just like stripped in just to, to make do. And I just, I just thought it was extremely detrimental to my enjoyment of the issue to the point where I'm like, why the fuck is this in here it's horrible it, right. it it does not it does nothing it doesn't compliment anything that came before it at all but anyway mm-hmm. i don't want to shit shit on Ledro. it seems it seems honest like this person who drew this really has a a genuine interest in skateboarding or or urban culture so yeah whatever i'll just skip over it in the next couple <laughs> issues no, seriously, I I don't well, want to. I
3: think so far we're generally in agreement. I think you're you're probably intentionally avoiding the the issue the part of this issue where we are in most disagreement.
2: Right, and that's why I saved <laughs> it for lots. <lunch. laughs> yes, because <laughs> because that's good podcasting. Kelly Sue DeConnick um, did the prose piece in this issue, and it's it's a um, uh, not a eulogy, but it, it, it's in honor of her one time friend Maggie Estep, a poet. Uh, with illustrations by Emma Rios. It's called Railbirds. And I, I have no, um, qualms in saying that I think it was the best thing of the issue. The, the, the definite standout piece for me was this Kelly Sue Deconic thing. Happy birthday.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, d- dude, it's, it's heartfelt it's 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 uh self-aware uh she she examines her relationship with with her friend in in ways that relate to creation or creating art or writing uh she the 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 very the railbirds factors into they both would go to the track to watch the horse races and they would hang over the rail and She equates being so close to the action with not getting a proper vantage point on what's going on Mm -hmm. and missing a whole lot of things that are going on. And then she equates, again, to tie into the the, the aviary uh, or the, the, the bird analogy with building a nest. Like writing is like building a nest in which the pieces to build said nest don't come all at once nor do they come from the same source and life's lessons gives you these pieces to build your nest which eventually turns into a work that you can build upon and do something with i thought it was there's value in it i i, I thought there was things in which i could learn from and take with me and just learn just make me a better uh creative individual i there's value in it. I, I don't see how you didn't like it.
3: Uh, pretty simply, I, I just thought it was boring. This t- t- bored me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I I, 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 I don't care about, uh, first of all, there's a slight, like, putting prose in a comic is, yeah, I is love prose. I, I read tons of prose, but when I see prose in a comic, the switch goes off where I'm like, nah, son, that's not what this is about. So, but I did start to read it and then I thought, eh, nah, son, I don't care about, I don't care about Maggie Estep, rest in peace. I don't care about the fact that Kelly who was friends with her. I don't care about what Kelly Sue thought of her. I, I don't read, I don't read obituary or 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 eulogies of people actually generally, like, liked. so I'm out. Just zero, I, zero emotional hold for me.
2: Okay, that, I mean, okay, given that. But I think maybe if you stepped out of of your shell a little bit, <laughs> my
1: shell, No, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I think
2: I think Kelly Sue's word manipulation is is compelling enough to convince you to just release and and let her take you where she wants to take you. I think she's a magnificent writer. I don't know what it is the way she 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 moves words around, and I think she's very honest. And um, uh, she had me from maybe the second paragraph, and it was the same with her text piece in um pretty deadly. She won me over with that too. I just think I think she's a damn fine writer cool uh and and all on her own, I don't think the Matt fraction thing uh because to be honest I think she's a better wordsmith than he is <laughs> uh. I can't give you that, but again, no, I not do. You're question. not alone. I mean, without question, I think she's better. Yeah, but you're not alone. I mean,
3: I mean lots of people no. on here would agree with you. I, I, I personally don't, but I mean, I feel How like I've read everything she's ever written, and I've liked one thing she's written.
2: Now, see, with Mister Fraction, aside from Casanova, nothing he's written has really wowed me.
0: Okay. Even the order.
2: Pardon me. The order. I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoy all his stuff, but, like, I don't ever step away from his work saying, Casanova, aside, Wow, man, that was, whew, that was great. This text piece, I closed the cover on the issue, and I was just like, man, that woman can write. She is very good. And I read it again to see if there was anything I may not have picked up on. It's funny, because I guess,
3: like, I'm juxtaposing this fairly or not against... uh the eminent piece at the end of their book, which in essence is, oh, yeah, no, see, I didn't,
0: I didn't, um, and,
3: and, and to me, that was captivating and emotional yep. and, and beautifully crafted and, and wonderfully wordsmithed, And I just thought that was a masterpiece of prose that I, I was more than happy I, to have inside of a, a, a comic. Yep. So to me, this is like, this is like, uh, 30 second commercial version of that. Like, That's cool. It just doesn't have a resonance I, for me.
2: There, there's, there's no right or wrong here. But I, I, I gotta. No, I just have to say, as a person who fancies himself a creative individual, she gave me something with this piece. That's cool. Where, in, in, in the part where she said, like, just you know, the universe will give you your stories or, or your, your visuals. You just gotta relinquish. Uh, Whatever, and, and lay back and just let it come to you. Don't go looking for it. It'll come, and it's not gonna come all at once, and you may regret it once you get it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, it spoke to me. We read a ton of comics. We read a ton of prose. We consume a boatload of information. If I can, if the ghost of a piece trails with me far past the time I've read it, that piece has resonated with me and I consider it good, quote unquote. I respect. So th- that's what I'm saying about this Kelly Sue. I, I still remember much of the piece and she spoke to me in a way that I don't think many people do these days.
0: And so I appreciated it. That's all. I, I didn't, um, I liked it. I, I didn't, <laughs> um, so I'm writing, I guess, between you two. Um, I wasn't thinking about. Rushenall to Red King when um, when I was reading this, but at at first I also didn't realize uh, I didn't start off thinking. I mean, I see who it's by and who it's for, but I I didn't think I was reading something that was autobiographical. Um, only because really nothing else in the book is, so I didn't take this as as you know a, a moment of of truth in an anthology, but in that regard i i learned something about Kelly Sue more so than I guess I have in any of the any of the comics that um that I've read that she's done and and uh, bitch Planet might be one of the only ones that i enjoy by her i I haven't read any of her her captain Marvel work i haven't uh I, with but amongst the three of us vince is really the only one. Singing any praises for uh, pretty deadly, um, I like it a lot. I know, yeah. But th- this, I it may have felt a little out of place. But and when I think about you know heavy metal or things like that, not really. But it, it uh, story wise, it wasn't what I was expecting between a um, a, a science fiction body swapping tale and and a uh, and. and Brandon Graham's Multiple Warheads, but it... Um. But that's what's cool about Island, I think.
2: And and it it, it goes with all anthologies, like even Dark Horse Presents and, and every anth- anthology on the market. Mm-hmm. They, they always tell you the caveat is you're not going to enjoy everything in this right. issue. The, the odds are against it. Um, like, I'm sure that there are people that... Gazed upon the Marion Churchland, uh, painted pieces and were like, you know, what the hell is this? Where I looked at those and I'm like, damn, this is awesome. Like, the her brushwork is really sharp. And it's just, it you only you only get a glimpse of it. But right. I was grateful for the glimpse. What do you think,
3: speaking of, of Marion Churchill what do you think then of, of her art stylings on Arclight?
2: I like uh, it Arclight. a lot. No, I think she's great.
3: She's I done do stuff.
2: Too. I'm wondering Elfabet if... Too. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, she's, she's contributed to Elephant Men, and, and that's where I first encountered her. Yeah, that's the first
3: time I heard of her, it, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's great. Her, her stuff is really sharp. It, it, I don't want to say feminine because, I mean, that's, seriously, that's the buzzword, right? You would expect mm-hmm. me to say. But her work is very delicate, her line work, and I, I love it. I just think it's, it's, it's very, uh, it, it's, um it makes me It puts me in a different place looking at her work, whereas if I looked at, say, Bocello's work, which is really masculine, you know, and I can't equate it. Now, I don't want to reduce it to male-female, but she has a factor in her work, um, a a quotient in her work that I don't find in many people's work. It's it's very honest. How about that?
3: Did did you read ArcLight one or two, yet?
2: I have one. I read one. Yeah, I thought it was good. It' different. Um, I mean, not for Brandon, but just the whole package. It, I didn't. It, I like it. It's just. It's. I haven't really formulated an opinion yet. I need to see more. I, I like it a lot. But I really enough.
3: loved the first issue. Um, I thought the second issue was was good, but but it definitely. I guess it expanded what's happening, but you know, to a point where I'm 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 kind of i i definitely need to be kind of i need to find the, the anchor point again right where I where think, I thought we were going it's it went in other directions so I'm kind of not quite sure what's what's happening exactly, but I'm really enjoying her artwork in particular
2: yeah I oh, yeah. agree yeah yeah, I think Graham needs to be really careful mm mm-hmm. Because he walks that same line that Grant Morrison walks, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm so intelligent and I have all these cool concepts and I'm just going to throw them all at you at once. I think in Morrison's case, that's a disservice to many of his stories. Right. Whereas in Graham, it really hasn't become that yet. And I don't want it to. I don't want to see it be- become a detriment to what, whatever trying to like long form narrative he's trying to tell but in 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 Morrison stuff i will be completely honest the the nudge nudge wink wink i'm so clever look at all these things i came up with layer upon layer upon layer it really does a disservice to the story for me because he focuses on that shit too much and and you don't get a sense of like any kind of uh confidence in the main stories he's trying to tell right
3: i agree with you completely i i I think he's super talented and I enjoy a lot of what he he does but uh he 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 needs to remember that if you're going to put a put it out in this kind of form that it has to have some kernel of of uh like ongoing top level surface level narrative.
2: Right. And that's here, but I mean there's a point in this story where the Nikolai and Sexica thing takes a back seat. To the 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 secondary story, that that occurs around I don't even know what page it's on, but it's it's with the the broken, the the repairman and the other thing. I mean I I know that was all done to get Nikolai into that part of the story, but Mm -hmm. I think it goes it goes on a little too long and it's a little too jarring. Like it just the the Nikolai part just stops, and then this repairman saunters out, and I expect that in a brandon graham story i expect just things to overlay upon each other but i just don't want to see him like morrison with this you know concept after concept and like let's forget about the goal of this thing what are you trying to what kind of story are you trying to tell yes it's a world but it's not a world unless we have something to latch onto, and right. that's what Nik- nikolai and sexica do They they bring us in
3: I, I love I can, multiple. I love multiple warheads so much.
2: Me too. Me too. Or I can be completely full of shit. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> the, the the choice ah. is yours. But no, I, I I can get off on Graham's artwork alone.
0: The story is just gravy. hmm Yeah. I like the um, the decoder page at the end of. Um, yes, Parkway. I love that shit.
2: Yeah. It's just more more on on which to chew. Yeah. Yep. Alright, enough of that. Let's let's hear from you guys. What have you read that has really uh stoked your stove? Boated our boated.
0: Yeah. Need the monkey wiggle? You have a monkey? Uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) I talk to Mm -hmm. two of them every week. The uh Ah, it's he is fast. (laughs) Subtle even. (laughs) Um what the hell? I think we re- or at least two of us probably read we stand on guard number 2
2: yeah I yes indeed
0: you talk about it i well we had a nice ass shot i appreciated that page a lot um really well drawn female form. yes yes indeed um it 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 basically it, it expands on what came before we get another l- little glimpse of amber's past um post Home life destruction, but, uh, there's, um, it, it's still not so subtle with the, uh, the, the us versus them stuff, uh, kicking off the issue. And then we're, we're getting a glimpse of the U.S. side of things also as far as, as the military and, and what they have planned and, uh, there's just, if if you were on the fence or not sure really where they were going with it with the first issue, I think the second issue will help or it will just finally say, you know what, this 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 is a BKV book. That's not for me. Uh but I thought it was uh it's there was enough here where I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not going to it hasn't turned me off yet. I'm I'm still um I'm still enjoying it, I guess I'll say. It it's a uh it, it still looks fantastic. And there's enough stuff, I'll call it, going on where, uh, you, you're getting more of a, although you really can't, in two issues, I guess there aren't a lot of characters you can kind of get attached to, uh, and they're making sure that you may not want to get attached to too many characters. And the characters that, that you are getting some sort of, uh, info on, They're, they're being fleshed out. I, I know, none of the characters, I may not know everybody's name, but they are all, they're all different, whether physically or, um, just in, in the way they, they carry themselves, the way they talk. Every character is, is unique in that regard. So, um, it, it is a bit of a, of a bummer if, if you end up losing one of your troop, because that's, that's a voice you're not going to be able to hear. Um, whether or not they're uh well if if you read the second issue you know that may not be the end of someone but it it's still a uh I'm I'm still enjoying it is is what i'm saying because i remember we were talking about the first issue and some of the folks on on the facebook page and, and online they they just weren't uh you know the, if they're fans of saga or other work by Vaughn, um the private eye or anything like that, they, they may not have been feeling this. And I don't know if it was, if it was really the art or just maybe the subject matter. I, I think that wasn't, uh, floating a lot of people's boats, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I did enjoy the second issue a lot. Jason is drinking.
3: Um, no, I no, I, um, it, it feels a little heavy handed on, BKV's part, like, especially the opening scenes of the issue, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, really trying to admonish the U.S. government and imply that we're as bad, if, if not worse, than the way we always depict the people we're fighting against in terms of just being purely brutal and self-motivated and doing whatever we need to do for our own means. Um, and um, and that rubs me a little bit the wrong way, um, just because I am generally a patriotic person and... Um, <laughs> No, I mean, like it just—it seems heavy-handed. Like I don't mind him taking a stance and trying to make a message, right. but I feel like he was kind of slapping us across the face
0: with it. Now, is is Vaughn Canadian? I, I don't think, know. His, I believe his wife is and Steve is, but I don't know if, if Vaughn is. Yeah, but I I'm sorry, know. I didn't mean to really. No, no. So, um so
3: you know, I, I think that uh, for me. That was a little, you know, a little tough to to take at the start, but I got to where he was going. Um, But I do love the, I love the 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 protagonist that they're setting up. Um, um, I I think the idea of them having this giant, um, like, you know, mountainous hangar with all of the supplies and and it being an insurgency, I'm 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 excited for where this is going to go. You know, more than what we've gotten so far. I I think it's very much they're setting up this world for, for what's inevitably going to be this battle, which I guess, presume we're going to start to see in, in, in issue three. And I'm excited for that. Um, I think the art's been great. Love the art. Uh, tech, the, I mean, the technical, Scrooge's technical drawings are incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, agree. very much. So I, uh, so yeah, no, I, I, I'm enjoying it too. Again, I, it, it's not blowing me. It's not blowing my skirt up like a, um, you know, like, like a typical BKV book does at the outset. But, uh, but I have true faith that, that, uh, you know, when it gets to where it's going, it's going to be impressive as usual.
2: I'm not about to wait. No, I know.
3: The first first issue doesn't grab you. There's so many comics out there. It's no reason for you to.
2: Yeah. For that exact reason. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks great.
0: It does. Yep.
2: Well, I want to talk about if, if you guys are okay with it. A little glimpse into a book that is solicited in this month's previews. We got a wicked advance uh, peek at this first issue, and uh, I'm sure we've all read it. Do, do you want to talk about "I Hate Fairyland" number one?
0: Oh, sure. We should give you know the, the the book as much of a of a shot. Ser- I, mean, we, we I know, make seriously, sure it, it gets seen.
2: This guy is a new creator. He's not very well known. He's really trying. He's, his heart's in the right place. <laughs> um, it, it is, of course, Scotty Young with uh, Jean-Francois. Jason, what did you say? Baloo. Baloo. Um, in a nutshell, uh, little Gertrude makes a wish, and she ultimately regrets it. She, she wants to be transported in, away Into a magic land of fairies and other stuff and she's bored with the mundane world and like, please, I'm making a whiz, take me away from all this. And unfortunately, uh, she, her wish is granted and she's whisked away to fairyland where she spends the next 27 years (laughs) trying to get, to get back home. Um, I mean, the conceit is
3: essentially what if Dorothy Gale never found the red ruby slippers?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of there's some of that in there too, but I I see a lot of Pinocchio in this too with the Jiminy Cricket with with Larry. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But I mean, in terms, but, but 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 Gertie's. I mean, she's she's essentially Dorothy that that got stuck in 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 Oz for thirty years instead of getting home right away.
2: Right. Right. right and
3: how right. how fucking bitter she would be.
2: And and the the conceit is that while she has spent twenty seven years in Fairyland her body has not aged but her mind has right so she's like i don't know if, if you guys have even seen the vampire Bund stories it's essentially the same thing where you have this older character in the form of a little girl and you know scotty can do a lot of things with that uh i'm sure he won't go where vampire Bund goes where to have his main character having sex and stuff because essentially she's of age she's not a minor but physically she's a Mm-hmm. below she's a minor you know um and that's not Scotty but um so so you have this Queen Claudia who has an awesome hairdo um mm-hmm. she she witnesses firsthand the destruction that that Gert is uh wreaking on on Fairyland and so um regardless of what the the rules of Fairyland state like no guest can ever be harmed not a single hair of a guest's head can be ever be harmed mm-hmm. she hires uh a hitman to take out um, Gert and the, the dude's name is Brood the Brutal and uh, it's like a Conan type character with gigantic weapons but I mean there's a ton more to the story I don't want to let too much of it out uh, I will say I don't think I've ever seen Scotty look better it doesn't I, sharp it pops. no I, th- I think yeah I think this is his I mean we've said this before with Rocket Raccoon and stuff like oh this is Scotty's book but There's, there's an unbridled quality to this book that we haven't seen. I don't think too much of before. Like the Oz books are fairly, they're fairly sedate. I mean, as about as sedate as Scotty's going to get, but this book is just unhinged. There is shit going on all over the place. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say, and I told this to Scotty himself, I said, you, you better give, uh, Jean Francois a reach around because this dude is next level. His color combinations are outstanding. I mean, stuff you would never think would work together. He makes it, he makes it sing. And, and he makes Scotty looks, not that Scotty needed any help to begin with, but, but he makes him look so much better. And it's just amazing. This, the spreads in this book are delicious. And the cartooning, like, Larry, Larry's my favorite character out of the entire book. And he just makes me laugh. It's some of the shit that he does and the facial expressions that, that, that come out of this character, I'm like, God, Scotty, I love you so much. You make me have fun with a comic book, and that that to me is money in the bank. If I can sit down with the story and the the creator just whisks me away, makes me laugh, makes me you know somewhat concerned about the main character, it's all cartoon violence. I mean, Gert does something to a planetary body in this issue that it's just like, dude, seriously.' <laughs> How is that even possible? But you don't even question it because it's a, it's a fantasy realm, and it just works. This is Scotty in his element. I, I I think this is Scotty's best work. I don't know about you two, but I mean, yeah, great up until now. But this is just like this is something else. No, no, I
0: thought no absolutely. It was... Go ahead, No, 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 go ahead. No, no, you're. It's, it was uh, it 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 absolutely looks amazing, and and there's. Uh, you know, it's the same creative team that worked on Rocket and, and whether you want, uh, just cause it's the same artist doesn't mean it has to look exactly the same and it looks different than the pages I've seen for the Oz books. Uh, uh-huh. so yeah, so every, every story I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, Scotty displays it, tells it differently. Uh, but this, just looks like there is a lot of love. Like this is his, and I mean, and, and the back matter. Even I mean, he's got that page where he tells you, you know, he's got that lowercase I, man, and and that's. I think that is just bringing more to the page. It it is. It looks like Scotty. It it reads like Scotty. You know, you 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 hear Scotty as as. No matter the character, no matter what's going on on the page yet, that, that's definitely Scotty's voice. It, it looks fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. it,
2: you, you close the cover on this book and regardless, you know, whether or not you know Scotty and why would you, you, you just get a sense of, holy shit, this guy or this, this creative team love comics. They love making this stuff because it's, it's apparent on every single page that they, mm-hmm. They love what they're doing. Yeah, I mean
3: that's I was gonna say, I mean, this is you know I get what you're saying about it being you say it's Scotty's best work, but like I kind of feel like um it's almost doing it a disservice in the sense that um this is Scotty's like first work of his own, like in its mm. entirety. You know what I mean? Like like this is this as he said to us when he was on the show, I mean you know, this is the culmination of a, of a, you know, a pretty long and successful career. Finally it being at a place to do something all his own. And, um, that's exciting as hell, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's been, it's fantastic. I don't know what else to say. I mean, no, one, I mean, by no, no one should be surprised that we all loved it. We all like Scotty's work to begin with, but, um, I mean, that page where, uh, where, uh, the, uh, the slug is, is, you know, d- doing a soliloquy. Look at the lettering on that page.
2: I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: so many different fonts and it's just Scotty having a ball, right? Yep. And then, and then Gertie starts eating the mushrooms, the cops. Oh, yeah. It's just great. I mean, the yeah. whole thing is just wonderful.
0: That was hands and, down my and, my favorite part of
3: the And issue. Larry calls it.
0: She's like, yeah, she's probably going <laughs> to jump out of this window. She's probably getting a shroom or two. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, when, when homie's like, you know what, we're done. I, I, I repeat, she, she just went blah for like, you know, six hours straight. I, I can't, I'm, I'm leaving you guys here but
2: yeah it's like you you feel okay yeah no i'm fine no seriously do you feel okay no really i'm fine then she projectile vomits but the the yeah. the, the, the scene uh to which jason is referring uh happens in a place called La, las fungus and gert comes into contact with uh, a slug
0: lord with an awesome and stomach tat.
2: now was was that suge knight is that who that was supposed to be was sure that, you mean
0: <laughs> Was it suge? I don't know. You did. did you <laughs> say
3: souge?
2: Dude, I've been drinking that, so that is, that's, that's what we'll blame. Yes, yeah, you sl- did supposed
3: to be like Suge Knight, like slug night.
2: Uh, okay, I get it. But uh his his uh police force are these little mushroom headed dudes, their their heads are re- mushrooms and Gert just starts chomping down on these mushroom guys and it is horrific. It's disgusting, but it's candy colored disgusting. So it's even worse than whether – I mean, if it was in like a crossed book, you'd be like, yeah, that's pretty gross, but whatever. But this, I mean, it, it is like the colors are s- so high chroma, and it's like, oh, my God, this is disturbing. She is biting into their heads, and then she starts tripping because that's what happens when you eat mushrooms. It's just I, – I just had so much fun with this issue. All right, Suge Knight. There <laughs> you go.
3: No, listen, I mean, uh, we wish Scotty all the success on this and it was, all, he's off to a great start. I mean, uh, you know, we, again, no, no surprise. He, and the awesome thing about this is that, uh, you know, it's pretty much an unlimited, uh, subject matter for him to draw upon. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there's, there's just so many public domain fantasy stories that he can draw upon to have his
0: fun. You're right. It's true.
3: Like when he starts taking out, when she starts taking out the, the stars, I love that.
0: Oh yes. And (laughs) Clabby is like, oh look, shooting stars. Wait, it's getting a little close. And then he, he switches her cloud,
2: like hairdo, and makes it like dark and stormy with the lightning in it. That was, that's awesome. Now
3: what will be interesting is whether or not there's a planned arc for Gertie, like in the sense that is the book going to be just her, rampaging for a couple years because she's livid about life and she can never find what she's looking for. Or is, is there going to be kind of an antihero turn for her where she ends up getting pulled into a, something greater than her.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm guessing that he's going to, I have no foreknowledge of this at all. But I'm guessing that he's going to resolve the story with the, the, whatever, how many miniseries he, he does. He has 27 years that we haven't seen. Right. You know, if he finishes the story, he could al- always go back and say, you know, Gert, year one. Right. Where she's some, somewhat naive and hasn't been exposed to the ways of fairyland. And then we see how she gets like corrupted to the point where she's blowing up shit. In in issue number one, nah, he's got a lot of ground he can cover. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn smart. It's it's I think it's Scotty Unchained. I well, mean, that's exactly right. Yeah, there there are rules he has to follow at Marvel. Not too many, you know. With Rocket, he basically was given carte blanche to do whatever what he wants with the character within reason. But it's still not his character. But Gert. This is, this is all his. He can do whatever he wants. And you can tell, it's, the the tone of that is, is, is readily apparent from this first issue. Absolutely. Go, go Scotty. I loved it.
3: Yeah, I I hope it's a a massive
2: success commercially. I don't, I don't see how it can't be. Come on. Dude steps in shit wherever he goes. He's so, he's so damn smart with his page layouts too. I got him figured out. I'll tell him about it off off mic, but mm-hmm. he is he is incredibly smart. He is? Kudos to the man. He the man. Yep. Alright, what else we got? Um, let's see.
3: Um, did y'all read? I'm guessing no, but did y'all read uh the latest issue of Deadly Class, number fifteen?
0: I would say David probably did. No, I didn't. Actually, I'm, I'm, oh. I am an issue behind before that one. So yeah. All right. Well,
3: I'll save that other than to say it was strong, very strong. Um, no, it was, uh, there's, and artistically they, they go, uh, Craig continues to go in new directions. He, he, uh, he goes to some pretty cool places in this one, uh, cause they get, uh, you know, there's been a couple times in the, book where they get high right and, you know and he kind of has fun with that and they had that happens again this one where he, where he gets high and starts to see things that so it's pretty cool um but I'll, I'll leave the the nitty-gritty until y'all have read it uh how's about um what's worth talking about how's about no you guys i don't none of you have read jupiter's circle right no, up to number five
0: no nah
3: Lo- loving that, loving that. It's it's like noble causes um, meets um, like all star Superman. It's it's really? yeah, it's really cool. It's the 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 Jupiter's Circle is all about the old glory days of these heroes and their fucked up personal lives. And
0: so uh, then, if, I, if I didn't finish, I didn't finish Circle. I can jump into Legacy from the first issue without worrying about. Cause Circle was about the kids, right?
3: No, Jupiter's Legacy is the kids. The first, is- the Quietly book is Jupiter's right, Legacy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Le- Jupiter's added- Jupiter Circle is the, f- the first four issues were Wilfredo Torres and then this fifth issue is right. David Gianfalice.
0: Okay. So I didn't read, I didn't finish Legacy. I can start Circle with no problem.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: cool. All right. So I'll, that's what I'll do then. I'll, I'll, I'll go back and read the first issue and catch up. Cool. Cool.
3: But uh, all right, so I can't
0: really dig into that one. I, I read something. <laughs> read. I read something last. Oh, day. did y'all read?
3: Wait, tell me, y'all read Southern Bastards by now?
0: I did. Nice. There we Actually, go. Actually, I I read it. I read it Saturday when my variant cover arrived.
3: That's right. I do remember you posting your variant cover. Yeah. Sweet.
0: Um, I did. <laughs> it is, man. I I, I hope. That anybody who ordered the variant um knew what they were getting and <laughs> and because it is Vince if you haven't read it uh anything you've seen in the previous nine issues is tame compared to where they went this time around it It's not something you see very often in an image book um it''s, it's not something I expected to see from Latour, but I love the issue um. It's this is this particular arc is not uh, not, not that the book was ever cheery and, and full of sunshine to begin with. But but this arc about the team, about Coach Boss and and the people he's in charge of uh, is not is not easy to take because uh, as much as you think, or you know, Coach Boss is a piece of shit but you know where he came from um Esau is ten times worse esau is is absolutely um <laughs> one of the most heinous creatures to walk the planet yeah. and
3: what a way to start the issue
0: <laughs> oh man it's it's just it is not a uh it's just it's it's nuts, man. It, I mean, it, and if you've been reading Southern Bastards, then, then, then you might expect it and, and roll with it. And you're like, okay, you know, that, that's just the way these people are, but it is, they, they, man, the Jasons swung for the fences and, and it went way beyond that. It, it is, it is a, a disturbing issue.
3: It is, it is. I mean, um, you know, and we're in this mode a little bit which uh where we're kind of getting introduced almost in like a one shot variety to each of these characters. Um which is interesting to me. Um but yeah, I mean this dude is just despicable on every level. Um and and yet he's afraid of coach boss, man. I mean they're all afraid of coach boss. They all you know, they all listen to him. And uh it's um it's just a depraved world, you know, they're, they're, is, <laughs> there's, is. there's, there's, it's, it's just a world where, where very few things are black and white and, uh, and, and certainly even fewer things are, are, are noble. Um, and you can just, you can, this reminds me a lot of, uh certainly the, I mean, the most obvious comparisons are to scalp, but, but for obvious reasons, but, but this reminds me a lot of a hundred bullets with, with that. I mean, not, not in the setting, certainly. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but in just setting up these fascinating characters that largely have a criminal undertone. And you just know, because it's Aaron, you just know that he and Latour are, have a long form story here that they're, all these characters are going to interact with each other in very meaningful ways, probably some heartbreaking ways and tragic ways and ways that are going to piss us off. Um, and just, you know, there's kind of setting up the the chessboard right now for, uh, for, for this, 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 this crazy town and, and what's going to happen in it.
2: And, it well, that's an entirely apropos given Mr. Latour's recent hanging with one Eduardo Rizzo.
0: That is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean,
3: I've, I've always said Latour's art reminds me of Riso. So it's, yeah. it's cool to know that, that that's not out of nowhere, that that's, you know, very much
2: what a one of what a life right just chilling, chilling with Rizzo just chilling
0: yeah, just just yeah. chilling and and working Same. on my working on my upcoming FX TV show the uh um what's neat about these uh these one shots if you want to call them that they don't you're not interrupting the over our storyline. It's, it's, this is still, you know, days before the big game, the, the, the team that, that coach boss needs to obliterate. This is still, we're still leading up to that. It's not like all of a sudden now it's a flashback or just a random day where, you know, Esau's just fucking shit up for people. It is, it's, it's all part of this story. So it's, it, it's very much like a, a Tarantino flick in that regard or just the way, the way it's coming together just, just absolutely makes sense. I think when you sit and read this, when, 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 cause this will be part of the, the second hardcover, I'm sure, since the first is the first eight issues, this will all just come together beautifully. Do, do you
3: presume as I do that he's going to lose this game?
0: I think. I think he should. I think he will, but because of that, there might be, because if he does, then there is no hope for anybody. But if, if they do win the game, if boss wins the game, then it's because they decided to make him sympathetic for that one fucking panel where you're like, Oh, thank God he won. And, and that will just. That'll piss me off but in a good way. But I mm-hmm. I, I I try I don't want to kind of go down that that road because I'm like I I don't wanna think about it one way or the other, but it I think it would be poetic if if they did lose because everything is right everything is stacked up against them to lose. He lost he lost his right hand. He's got fucking Esau running plays, whereas the waitress saying, No, nah, bro, you can't you can't blitz nonstop and it and Oh, and he's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's big, rough, big Iron Man football, and I'm just going to run, th-. and it's like, no, dude, you don't, it's like, so, so you want, you, you told Boss, I can run with this, let me, let me call the plays, as if you've been a student of the game, when obviously you haven't, and it's just, he is, ESO is going to be his fucking downfall if, if it comes to that, but it, it's, yeah, I, I worry, because on one hand, I kind of want them to win, because, then life could be easy for the people in this town. But there's absolutely no reason why he should or deserves to win.
3: I agree. So it's interesting. I agree with everything you're saying, but I think I've, I'm, I'm buying into the notion that they're going to lose the game and it's going to lead coach Boston to a freaking rampage.
0: That's what I'm, that, that's what, that's what I don't want to happen for these people, but it's, yeah. it, it, it makes sense for the story. It absolutely makes because he's got to. he's, he's definitely, he's going to lose it. And whether it's this mm-hmm. early or later, um, yep. we'll see, but yeah, it's yeah, no, everything is, and that's, and I really hope that everything doesn't fall apart around him so that then he does rise as a, as, as a, Better man, because there's, there's no way, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give a shit about this dude. Right. And if he's any way redeemed, it's, it's not, and, and I, there's no indication, I don't, nothing I've read from Aaron before would ever make me think that he's writing a story that this is actually Coach, Boss, Coach Boss's story and, and this is, you know, and, and it's, it's a story of how he just got better and, and that's, that's not the type of person he is, that's not the type of person I think Aaron wants him to be, or a story he's telling, but I, the fact that we're, we're ten issues in, and we're, we're having long discussions about these pieces of shit characters, uh, it's, man, you know, kudos, dudes. That's, that's just fantastic work.
3: Well, and I'll say that, uh, because I think this isn't going to ultimately be like Scalped, um, I, I think so much of Scalped was the fact that all the characters, while reprehensible, were human. And had some redeeming qualities where you, there are parts of their lives where you, you, you felt sympathetic towards them. Um, I, I'm betting Aaron Veers the other way and keeps Coach Boss like the epicenter of, of evil. Just, just, just not redeemable in any way.
0: I hope you're right. So that's my supposition. There's one thing I'm surprised, with, which, um, I'll say this before Vince gets into the other book. That brought, was brought up last week that he wants to get into. I am surprised we've gone as long as we've gone and not one word about a trailer that's barely twenty four hours old. Oh my god! I I, I just want Jason. Travels, but I didn't want Jeez. man. That's oh my god! Oh, that trailer though.
3: <laughs> oh, mercy! I need a minute.
2: And for those of you playing at home, if you don't already know, Jason is, in fact, talking about the Deadpool trailer that was recently released. Um, I thought it was great. I I, I have absolutely no nits to pick. I thought it was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. We get to see Domino's ass. Well, Well, she's not. Yeah, it's not. she's, She's not Domino, but. She's not Domino. Oh, she's not playing Domino? Morena? No.
3: She'd be perfect for that role, but, but yeah. she's not playing Domino, no.
2: Oh, she plays, uh, Wade's former... Yeah. Yes, his little Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we get to see Morena. Mm-hmm. Morena mm-hmm. butt. but well, butt, yeah. Yes, but the, the gunplay is on point. Oh, just so the, awesome. Yeah, the, the, uh, the humor Batitude, is yeah. in the zone. It's just, I, I don't think not being vested in Deadpool as much as Jason. I I love the character but Jason, I mean that's his boy. That's uh I move. thought it was I thought it was absolutely fantastic.
3: Oh, it was great. And let me tell you something. They got him without the mask perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean they did. I mean they 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 they, they, they it looks great. It doesn't look like the toxic Avenger. It doesn't look all just crazy scarred up. Like just like it was cut to a million pieces instead of it looks, it looks fantastic. It looks exactly like it did when the Deadpool comics were in their, in their heyday. Um, and yeah, I mean, the action scenes were phenomenal. The humor was on point. Uh, Reynolds isn't doing it. He's not over the top with it. You know I mean? He's not like, uh, man, I just, I, I just, uh, I, I was just grinning ear to ear when I saw that trailer. It just was was perfect.
2: Absolutely perfect. The one thing I wish they would do is just dirty it up a little bit more. I, th- I thought the, the CGI was a little, a tiny bit too clean.
3: Yeah, well, I, it, it definitely, but we're not, this isn't, the movie's not out yet, right? So Right. Yeah, right. that's fine. Yeah.
2: But no, I thought it was great. I, I was laughing when that character's like, dude, you look like, and then oh, he goes, yes. Yeah. So Oh, uh, I know. It's, it's, the supporting cast was
3: cast very well. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, I just, uh, I just think it's phenomenal. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm almost speechless by it. I just, I watched it so many times today. I, I can't, I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, even Blind Al, dude. Yep. I mean, even Blind Al's <laughs> up in that piece. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Makes me wonder think? if t rays going to be in it because they haven't shown T-Ray yet, but if, if T-Ray's in it, I mean, if Blondell's in it, I wonder if T-Ray's going to be
2: in it. Did you ever think they'd do as well as they did? No, no.
3: I, 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 especially after the the absolute (laughs) soul crushing disaster that was Brian Reynolds' depiction as Deadpool in the Wolverine movie. I mean, where they basically turned him into Mimic without a mouth. Um, So no, I, I, I just, I, I, and to think that this really all got started because of that 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 CGI role that was going around.
2: Yep. I think they're going to totally disregard the the Wolverine. Movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I uh, no, yeah, no doubt absolutely. about it.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it, yeah. Uh,
2: like JJ J. Abrams is doing with the the prequel. And it's great
3: because I mean it seems like they're sticking exactly. I mean, you know, they should they started off with him having the cancer and mm-hmm. and and you know, that was his origin. I mean, you know, he was yeah. a yeah, he, he I was, wonder if uh, they
0: mention because he's he's part of the Weapon X program. So I wonder if they do indicate anything about what came before him or or what they. Oh, uh, I
3: bet I bet there'll be references, right? Winks and nods, right? Yeah. There's always Easter eggs and these kind of things for sure.
0: Hell, there. I mean, there was in, to another movie that isn't even part of the property and and that he that Ryan Reynolds starred in. So it's
3: yeah, they're, dude. They're if gonna... we see if we see other Weapon X characters like that, I we don't know are coming. Forget it, Maverick. I I was dude. just thinking of Maverick. I will. I will. Seriously,
2: I will you're buff. not thinking of Weapon Omega. You're I, thinking of Maverick. Yeah, Maverick's really.
3: First one comes to mind. Yeah.
2: Oh my <laughs> god. <he> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: Freaking Kane, Kane's dude. Awesome, dude. Omega. He is nah, the best. Is. Now, as as Man. oh my god, as someone who isn't <laughs> <Kane>. super. uh <laughs> It's, it's, it's just like Star Wars people last week. That's yeah, great. Yeah, man, Metaclorians. The uh yeah. as, as someone who is not uh well versed in Deadpool lore and I, I thought I thought the trailer was fantastic. And to see a, a character so well represented based from the source material. Whereas I mean we've seen, you know, whether you have you know, a Batman movie or a Spider-Man movie or an Avengers movie, everything, nothing is pretty much, um, unless it's in City and at that point, what's the point? And there's nothing that, there's no superhero, mainstream superhero movie that, that is so closely, so closely resembles the source material. And, and we've had a bunch of Spider-Man movies. They, as much as i love garfield's versions they didn't nail it as well as they're nailing based on the trailer the deadpool movie and and that that please that alone i mean never mind as as giddy as jason is over this but but the fact that they just nailed it seem to be nailing it makes me so happy
2: right mm-hmm. well i mean in all fairness it's a lot easier to nail deadpool than it is Peter Parker. Why? It's have to be. Because see, Peter's uh, a much more multi-layered character. Deadpool's, I'm not saying he's one note, but once you get past the transformation. No, but there's, but they've, okay. But see,
0: I, I, the, the Sam Raimi movies, organic web shooters. Where the fuck did that come from? The, the, the Andrew Garfield movies, there's no, there's no science fair. There's no, there, there's, the lizard is his first art. There, there are just so many things that. Right. That's what I'm
2: saying. Deadpool, healing factor. Uh, uh, smart aleck. The humor, the gunplay—that's all you really the need. The
0: origin looks like it's on point. The, it's no, it all, does. It does. You're right. The thing it's,
3: is, I know where you're coming from, Vince, but I guess I, I feel it a little differently because I think one of the reasons Deadpool isn't widely liked by a lot of comic readers is that too, it's too easy to go wrong with him because he is right on the edge. He's insane. He breaks the fourth wall. He's always cracking jokes to the point of almost being, you know, to being annoying where I know Peter sometimes cracks jokes, cracks wise and but his villains, but, but he's still a real person. Whereas, whereas Deadpool is, is largely, you know, I, I think at his best, he's right on the cusp of, of being bothersome. And then all too often he's written as bothersome. And so that's why I think that that's what most impressed me about this. It feels like, Reynolds really understands the character. He, I mean, as do the writers. They, they, they they understand he's, he's supposed to be a, you know, a, a, the merc with the mouth, you know, and annoying as fuck, but, but not to the point where people don't want to watch him or, or be into him. Right. And I think that's, that's See, tricky. I think that's very hard to do because again, as much as I'm a Deadpool fan, as we talked about a year or two ago, when we, when Deadpool has had like five comics out, I think there's a lot more bad Deadpool comic out there than good Deadpool comic. I mean, I think that's, I, I think a lot of writers fail miserably at it because he is ultimately a comedy, a comedy act. And it's very hard for people to, you know, being funny is, humor is way more subjective than, than, you know, than, than any other type of, of storytelling. And so I think you can really go wrong fast at Deadpool. The,
2: the crowning achievement, choo- if they choose to do it for me, will be that if, if he stops the movie, at a certain point and talks directly to the viewer and starts to do like a, a a commentary on the act of movie making, much like Deadpool does in the comics where he would kind of poke fun at the way comics are made. That means that would say to me that they totally get this character because mm-hmm. Deadpool, he 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 works in two realms. He works as a fictional character and he works as a parody character where he pokes fun at the very medium in which he appears. Sure. Now, if they do that in the movie, that's all win. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. Like he'll be, you know, blowing people away and stop and say, well, this is the part in the movie where you would expect to see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just to make th- that self-aware quality yeah. that he's always had, that, that would total win for me if he does that. Yeah.
3: They have to have him um, break the fourth wall. I mean, I think that's, yeah. again, it's well, sort I'm, of tantamount to fingers, the character.
2: So yeah, fingers crossed. I hope they do. Yeah. And I want to see him hit Monica just, you know, more than once. Oh, uh, but Karen is so fun. She absolutely. is so sweet. Absolutely. Oh, my she's God. She's actually a vision. I mean, she's Face an actually, of an angel.
3: She's a vision. No. She's absolutely she a straight-up vision. It's like...
2: And, it, you know, props to her for being very willing to let fly with the nudity. I mean, there was a, a point in her career where she would not do that. And now she's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Wait, she's, <laughs> That's she's down girl. with the program. That's my girl. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to bring up something that David talked about last week. Yeah. That we we both didn't read, but I have read in okay. the interim,
0: That hopefully Jason right. will read.
2: Yes, and I am talking about the uh, Star Trek Green Lantern: The Spectrum War, number one. Oh, nice to have at it. Written by Mike Johnson, art by Angel Hernandez, color art by Alejandro Sanchez. I was mesmerized and it's really strange because I am a Star Trek fan and I do consider myself a Green Lantern fan, but I'm not a rabid fan like David is with the Star Trek or other people are with the Green Lantern. Like I like these things mm-hmm. but it's like some of
0: the parts together, this thing just worked for the me. The part that like, made me absolutely... I-, I smiled from ear to ear for hours after you read it and sent the message about the rings being.
2: Right, 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 right. Oh my God. It's, it's perfect. All right. Here's David summarized it last issue, but, um, the multicolored rings find their way into the Star Trek universe. The away team beams down to Mogo and it consists of Kirk and Spock and blah, blah, blah. And, and while they're <laughs> down there, a Klingon ship comes out of Cloak and uh this general chang wants kirk to pay big time for insulting the klingon empire it doesn't really matter all that matters is the rings are in the star trek universe and they're looking for hosts they're looking for bearers and they whisk away through the, you know some go into the enterprise some go into the klingon ship and i think what david is alluding to is that i thought the 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 choices for the rings the bearers was with one exception that I still don't kind of understand, but I think the choices are all on point and the most, uh, the top of the point for me was when, uh, Pavel Chekhov gets the blue ring. That to me is, there's no question that Chekhov would get the blue ring. He's, he should be the bearer of the blue ring. I mean, am I wrong? Based on those two movies, Chekhov needs the blue ring. <laughs> Right?
3: Oh, that's how you really feel.
2: No, seriously. I mean, yeah, the, the Klingon guy gets the, the yellow, of course. right? Of course. That's yeah. That's not,
0: that's not. Me.
2: And, and, uh, uh, I'm spoilers. I mean, if you haven't read this issue, get your asses to a comic shop and get it because it's awesome. McCoy gets the purple ring.
0: And we, we really don't know where. Well, that's, the, no, that, the indigo ring. It's, well, okay. Cause, indigo. cause violet, the purple, that's the sapphire. But yeah, so that's
2: the theme, right? And the the thing that bothered me was Uhura. The color ring she gets doesn't speak to me of Uhura. Mm -hmm. I don't know if David has a different take on it.
0: I got to go back to that, to that page.
2: Well, you do that while we're talking. But I mean, I think this issue was amazing, and it's like again, it's it's a it's a. Uh, some of the parts being greater than the whole. I think I, I like Star Trek. I like Green Lantern, but together when you see the Star Trek characters beaming down to the planet Mogo. Right. Mm. I don't, I don't know what it does. It just, it's like endorphins being dumped into my bloodstream. It just, it just feels right. Um, Uhura got the red ring. Right. Well, No. Yeah. yeah. It's red. That ring is red.
0: Wait, which of the th- rings that left the the ship? Hold on, let me go back to that page. Um, no, the red. Yeah, or her got the red, dude. Look at that page
2: with the four panels. That is
0: red. Are you sure that's if, not
2: violet? I don't know. No, that's red. If that's not red, then there's seriously there's some serious color problem.
0: And and I believe that there were some. No, the red rage. Rage left the um Rage, yellow and it looks like orange left the ship. Because all right, look at look at the page with the two panels with the ship with the three rings leaving the ship and the three rings going through the ship. That's that's the blue and the indigo and the red. That's the Sapphire emblem. Okay. Sapphire went to Yuhura.
3: Yuhura
2: See that's not that's not it's not obvious it's not clear at all. I would that, have guessed that, that, it was getting the sapphire ring. That's why. Seriously,
0: yeah.
2: No, but see that looks red to me. That
0: panel looks friggin' red. The one with the four. Yeah. The four crewmen. Yeah. Look at the, sh- well, the, the look, the, look at the emblem on it.
2: Oh, I'm not looking at no damn emblem. Oh, it's nah, right nah, nah, there.
0: No, it's not. There's no the emblem. There, dude it dude. With the panel with the four. No, no. Go, go a few pages back. Two,
2: three, uh, four.
0: okay. I don't know. That's that. That is one problem. We saw That's We saw, we <laughs> saw, the, we saw, we saw the four faces with the characters, and but the rings are turned around to us, so we don't see the right and that that yeah, that, that bugged me. And and
2: had those rings been turned, there would be no question right. as to who got what. Absolutely. right.
0: No, it's there's a coloring problem. There, there is because and you're not the only person sense- to say that. I've seen other reviews where like the colors are not. Th- 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 visually the 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 book all the characters everybody looks who, like they're who they're supposed to look like but the coloring is definitely <laughs> at at times um a little especially when you have the the spectrum and there are a couple of rings that are so closely without the symbol color wise look right. the same um whether it's you know blue and indigo or so i feel kind of better now because i didn't
2: see Uhura with the red ring
0: mm, at all there
3: you go See, you were all eclipsed, and now it actually ended up being the way it should be.
2: I want Jason. The one panel says Leonard McCoy of Earth. You are chosen, and the ring is hovering there. And he's like, "You don't say." <laughs> did he get orange? <laughs> no, no. did not. Now this is great. This is really fun comics, and it's just like there's a a, a portion of the issue where Scotty and that that short, ugly dude. Uh, they they submit the rings to like this tachyon field, and that's where the rings mm-hmm. start. They power up. It's just great stuff. It's just, if you like the the Abrams movies, hell, if you like any Star Trek, this is really going to talk to you, speak to you. I just think it was great. And from what I'm I get from this advanced solicits, this is going places far beyond what we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. Somebody enters the picture that's just like. Whoa! Seriously? No. Nah. And at the, at the end of this issue, the, the Hal shows up. The the <laughs> only <laughs> religion, according to David, and uh, he, the the Always enterprise has has Gant, Gantet's, um skeleton on board, and and he's and Hal's less like, yeah. Why yeah. is my friend's body on yeah, your ship? You got my property. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. The 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 coloring is a little. Um, there, there's no black or white brings uh so you we have the red that leaves the ship Mm -hmm. we have um orange leaves the ship and yellow leaves the ship and red and orange we don't know who ends up with them yet because yellow goes to to chang and that's the last time we um we see it until the uh chang gets yellow and then you have the um you're left with, uh, blue, indigo, and star sapphire. So the, um, the blue, of course, for, uh, <laughs> for, for hope. Check Goes off. to check That's perfect. That's, that's, uh, just perfect. and indigo is compassion. So naturally, which is funny because you know, that, it's not like McCoy's got the best bedside manner, but yes, he is a doctor, but, but he is a doctor. Dan. Yes. damn Dr. David and, 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 and obviously love, um, to, uh, to your but I mean, so, so far everything, yeah, I mean, when it comes to, cause you're not, I don't, if, if you're looking at hope or compassion, um, neither one is for Kirk or Spock. Um, no. and, and greed is not going to go to really anybody on the enterprise because the, the federation is, is beyond that now and, and nobody on the enterprise really should, have any need for rage so it it really does work with who we see have the ring so far and then like I said we don't know I mean it could the other two rings could end up on, on Chang's ship or on a nearby planet um you know, i I'd be curious to see but I mean it, it's it almost there's no green lantern until the very last page and and he's basically it right now at the first issue it just feels like he's there because it's a lantern core emotional spectrum type story, but um well
2: they said that when this story takes place, the lantern core is no more. Mogo apparently was the last lantern and and he's dead, so the fact that Hal is still alive makes renders like what they thought well, to be true right irrelevant. so it,
0: it's I wonder if the Ganthet of this alternate universe like like maybe hal um crossed over into a different dimension and he's so so Ganthet wherever Hal's from, the 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 New Fifty Two or maybe Ganth's still alive. And,
2: and I hope it's not New Fifty Two.
0: It it is it it's New Fifty Two Hal. Look, look at the look at the piping, look at the costume. I don't want to I know. Do I, don't to, no, I don't want to I know. But uh <laughs> it's uh it's yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty sure that uh that it is new fifty two, How I'm, I I'm I almost don't want to see Kirk or Spock get a ring. There's no reason why they should. No, if, because if they mean, hand it out, there's no reason for them. They don't need it. For the principal
2: players to get the ring would be kind of trite, right? To me, and I, you know, I just don't want to see it.
0: Especially that. since it's it's Trek two point oh. If it was the original series or someone on the Next Generation, then maybe.
2: But based yeah. on who, based on Kirk, who- would definitely get the yellow
0: ring. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Oh, and if it it was during, uh, Spock's Rating Mitchell, he'd probably get the, uh, Rating Mitchell, he'd get the red. The, uh, I wasn't in love with the, 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 the Francesco variant cover that I've seen was pretty neat, but the, um, the main cover I wasn't, I wasn't really wowed by. Um, it's not bad. No, no, it's, it's, it's not bad. No, the Francesco is very graphic. As expected. no,
2: nowhere near what I would expect. Now I see that's the thing. I, I expect really strong, illustrative images from from Frank Avila. This was more like, I mean, it said it's everything almost ha- Yeah, it's just the Enterprise going through the Green Lantern symbol. Right. It it's cool. I, I like it a lot. But uh, no, I I don't know. I just this issue just made me feel happy. It was I was like fun yeah. to see to see the members of the Enterprise with. Green Lantern rings, that...
0: Wow, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the second issue, just because I mean, right now... And you guys dug the art, right? I mean, it was... Yes. That's the, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I... I it's
2: it's very airy in places. The, there, there, there's really not a lot of
0: noodling in the background. I, I think Hernandez okay. was able to shine with Ganfet and on the last splash page with Hal because there's no, um, you don't have the character reference. You don't have the model sheets. Whereas the other pages with the Trek crew, it looks like Zachary Kinto. It looks like Chris Pine. So, I mean, sometimes that could be a little stiff or just not as, as, uh, as, uh, sharp. Right. There, there,
2: there is reference being used for some of these, these shots. Um, you can't expect a Mort Drucker or a Jack Davis out of everybody. You know what I mean? They don't have the command of the the caricatures like those guys. Mm-hmm. But the first six pages are killer. Yeah. Then it kind of opens up a little bit, and the backgrounds get a little discarded in favor of you know yeah. the accurate rending rendering of the, the features of these characters. I don't mind that. I mean, it, it, the story for me just carried it.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with that yeah good stuff and i, I it, the first issue kind of felt you know i mean it was it was pretty much a setup because it was we got the rings and we already know who these characters are on the ship um and virtually no green lantern so i mean to call it a a, a crossover or a team up is almost it's it was really the the lantern rings or the lantern core, not necessarily a green lantern crossover, but the, the second issue will take us further, uh, which is pretty much why I just said last week that, that this is really a zero issue. Th- this could have been a free comic book day issue and then the first right. issue could have been what the second issue will be in and take off from there. But it was a, um, it, it's, it's solid. I
2: thought it was really cool. Uh, Chang wants to get, um, he wants to cripple the Enterprise. And at one point, the Enterprise's shields drop. And Chang's like, okay, you guys are pretty much screwed. We're going to destroy the nacelles. And the rings actually power up the shields for the ship, as if to say, wait a minute, stop for a little while. We got something that's going on. And he doesn't, uh, Chang never fires on the Enterprise. Which is, you know, the rings intervene that was cool to me yes i thought it would. and to be a writer and to get this job and not have to do all the groundwork introducing these characters everybody knows who these characters are so this this series basically hit the ground i, running.
0: I am surprised because i was watching into darkness last weekend
2: um i'm gonna watch it again too
0: and this is the first movie where we see The Klingons and, and they take off the helmet and and we see who they are and, and they have the piercings and the scars. That's the first introduction of, of the Klingons in, in the Trek 2.0 universe. And in this book, in, in this crossover, we're met, we meet Chang who doesn't really look, well, no, I I guess kind of does with the, with, with the guard. No, he's, he's missing, he's missing the scars that the Klingons in the movie had and, and, and the scars are pretty much, um, markings and, and notches like on your belt for, for battles won and victories and things like that. Chang's missing all of that, but he's, he's a general and he's his, and he's seen battle apparently, but it's, it surprises me somewhat that we've used Chang who we first see in Star Trek Six: the undiscovered country much later in Kirk's career. And here we are on the team's 5-year mission and and we're meeting China the first time which again is still muddling the 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 timeline between the old series and and the Abrams verse but um well he is scarred though he's missing an eye he's missing an eye yes but no I'm talking about they they the klingons mark their bodies
2: oh right 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 yeah
0: you know, when right. when he took the helmet off and he had the ridges or on the cheek and and he's and and all the piercings that in the um in, in this, the features on the disc, um when they were talking about how, how good you heard, how fluent, um Zoe was when, when speaking Klingon and they, and they were talking about the Klingons and how it was a big deal about bringing them into this movie, uh, and how they had to kind of look, they had to be familiar but look different than they did in the original series and in the original series movies, they, um they made a point to focus on, on their facial features and, and the, the, the markings on their bodies. And, and yeah, so, so Chang's missing an eye. So he's seen battle, but as far as, you know, any battles he's won or victories, I, I'm not getting any of that based on, on panels right. in this book.
2: And Hernandez definitely loves Chris Pine. <laughs> he does. Because Pine is like dead on every panel. There, there's a little bit of leeway with the other characters, but he captures behind yeah. mm-hmm. every.
0: Place. Well, Cho also. I mean, Sulu looks like Sulu from the movie, uh, uh. right? Most of
2: the time. Most of yeah, there's yeah. one
0: panel where. Yeah, okay, but no. Sulu.
2: <laughs> Say, uh, Chase is getting jealous because he didn't read it. Well, no
3: this this would be not a comic that you would expect me to read.
0: And and Scotty, <laughs> Scotty seems a lot more svelte in the book than Simon Pegg does in the movies. Yeah, seriously. You're
3: right. <laughs> I don't Simon think Pegg's Simon, Priest felt, dude.
0: No, not in the, no, not in, in the second movie, dude, when, 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 um, Kirk and McCoy jump into the water from running away from the red planet and they, and, and they come out and Scotty's walking What's by. Which Sunday. Right. And and Scotty's walking by and he goes, you know, we've been underwater for so long, you know, with the salt waters in it. He has, he's, he is not, he, I, Would have looked for a girdle. I, I would not have tried to. Oh, lair. And I have not, I'm not spelled, no I am not. So it's, it's, I was just a little, I'm like, he's, he's, he's moving up to the later James Doohan years apparently, but it, it's, uh. Dude. uh, Seriously.
2: (laughs) Does Scotty's, uh, sidekick have a, have a name?
0: Yes. What is it? Oh, when he was, oh my God. Keep talking. I'll get it. I'll get it. You get it. I'm just saying. They don't
2: say it in this issue. No. And I, I don't remember it from the movie either. I'm sure it's somewhere, but I like him, whoever he is. I think he's funny. All right, what else do we have while David's checking that out? Jason, you want to talk about anything else? i um, got lots to talk to about.
3: I feel like everything that uh, I read, I either covered or I agreed we weren't going
0: to talk about yet because you all haven't read it. Let me see. Um. Keen Sir. Hmm? What is it? Keen Sir. I don't know about that name. That's what it is. Oh, did, did you guys
3: read uh, Dark Corridor number one?
0: I was flipping through it. I did not get to read it before we started tonight.
3: Yeah, it, I, 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 I didn't even, tell me why I should read it. It looks well, weird. You should. Oh, really? It is not well, what I was well, expecting. It's a
2: crime thing. It's a it's a it's a crime book. So uh, I'm open to that these days. I don't know if oh, you've noticed. That's true. Yeah, you are. You're... I'm cool with that.
3: Well, this is actually two stories, but it's 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 uh, written and drawn by Rich Tomasso, and it's Ooh. uh, it's it's two stories that were essentially long running, uh, um, ideas he had that never made it. Um, one of them was pretty far down the line with Vertigo back in the late aughts and Vertigo backed out the last second. And the other was a, was a something that he had been writing since 2007 looking for a home. So he's combining them into a, a, a you know, two story book um, where they're, they're definitely in the same universe, but they are two different stories. And um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a dark, it's the, it's, it's the world of the red circle. And it's just this, this dark, city um it's a, it's a period piece sometimes the art um is evocative of the um what's his name um the guy who who drew Dick Tracy Chester Gould Yeah I thought it was it was evocative of Chester Gould in a lot of places um, It's not bad Yeah but uh but it's 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 um you know it's it, it would fit nicely into that Stray bullets uh landscape in terms of some of the depravity that's going on. Um, but again, set more in a, in a, a pop postmodern kind of fifties pop art setting. It, um, yeah, it's just a groovy little crimes. I mean, it's, it's, we get like half an issue each of these stories setting up, uh, mysteries, essentially crime, crime mysteries and uh, murder mysteries. And, uh, I dug it a lot. I didn't, I had, I had zero, I had zero assumptions or expectations on this one because, um, I don't remember even seeing it in pre order. But uh when the image books came out I I uh I grabbed it and uh yeah it was great. I really enjoyed the first issue quite a bit. Um, it, it tickles that same itch that this like I said, the stray bullets did or or um, or even some of the I mean this isn't it's way too early to put this into that quality but, but in kind of the same mode as um, uh I felt like it was in the same same Concentric circle as the uh, Parker books. I could know, see that. So, yeah. So I, I dug it. Like I said, picture Chester Gould in a really dark, realistic crime setting, and that's what you got here. I
2: think Tommaso is great.
3: I wasn't familiar with him prior to this, so.
2: He's, he has a very very clean line. There was one series I don't remember who published it. Um, the horror of Collier County that okay. I have. He's amazing. He's, mm-hmm. he's really good. Could have been Oni. I, I don't remember. Uh mm-hmm. fan of graphics, whatever. But no, I, I love his style. I'm gonna check this out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what. Cool. I got something. Did y'all read Godzilla in Hell? Nope. No, not yet. Oh. She, you know what? It's going to take you, depending on how you read.
3: I've seen all if, the original art, so don't worry about spoiling the book. I—I I mean, I've seen all the. There, pages.
2: There's there's really nothing to spoil. Right. If you yeah. if, if you are like myself, that languish over the art, this issue will take you an hour to read. Mm-hmm. If if you if you the the time spent on a book is determined solely on the word count, it maybe it'll take you about six minutes to read this thing. There's really very there's hardly any words in it um it's just it it's it's not your typical take on Godzilla which is not saying much because you would expect that from Jane Stoko right um it's it's Godzilla in hell but for him to get to hell he actually he falls through this hole and as he's falling the title as if it was a, mer- a movie the title credits Godzilla in hell like stream behind him. It's amazing. It takes like four pages for him to actually get into hell. And, and once he, once he hits the ground in hell, that, that abandon all hope, ye who enter here thing mm. is there. And Godzilla just blows the shit out of it. Just yeah. uses his, his radioactive breath to completely decimate this thing. And it's just Godzilla walking around in hell for 20 whatever pages. And it's amazing, but it, it's, it's, not at all what you expect if you would um if you have you know consumed a steady diet of i d w Godzilla books, this is so much against the grain. I thought it was great, fantastic even um because it's not what you would expect it go it plays against expectations it's everybody's favorite giant lizard in hell, like why did he get there mm-hmm. he, he literally fell through a hole to get to hell. So is hell a physical realm or is it another dimension? Like we don't even know. But who cares? When when the art's this good, who really cares? Um he encounters foes in, in hell, he encounters a giant cloud of the damned, like it'sy bitsy human beings in this giant cloud. And Stokoe renders like every one of them. It's disgusting Sweet. how much how much work he's put into this thing. But like I said, if, if you are going to pour over the art, it's a tour de force. If you are just there for a story, this may not be your thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it succeeds and fails solely on, on Stokoe's, um, artistic rendering of what's going on here. I thought it was great.
3: Yeah. I've seen the OA pages and they are as always with Stokoe phenomenal,
2: but he's a he's this little beast. He is a beast but um it's going to get switched up because Stoko's not the only player in this game mr wachter comes on board after a couple issues so it's it's an anthology of sorts it's not just you know this is not james Stoko's uh soul he's not the sole proprietor of the story wachter comes in i think somebody else comes in too but uh, i can't wait i it's godzilla i got to buy it and i thought it was fantastic nice I'm, I'm reading it and I'm doing the sound effects in my head, like rah, with the, with the breath and the screaming <laughs> and the godzilla. It's, it's really good. I have another kaiju thing I want to talk about. Really? Are you guys, yes, are you guys keeping up on Dark Horse Presents? No. Always behind. Fortunately not. Oh, man. Well, we've said it before and, um, I think it bears saying again, not everything in this issue clicked with me. There's a couple stinkers. But the cover story, uh, serial is Kill All Monsters by, uh, Michael May, art by Jason Copeland and colors by Bill Crabtree. It's a, a mashup of like Pacific Rim and Destroy All Monsters. You would think that being that it's called Kill All Monsters. Like Toho's, arguably Toho's best movie is Destroy All Monsters. This is kind of like, um, the, the Earth is in the shambles. Kaiju have been... Knocking the shit out of the place for years. And... um Humanity finally decides to... Really step up and do something about it. And they build giant robots. So... Uh, there's this Canadian... Um, pilot woman... Whose husband and child had been killed. And, and she's... You know... She has that pessimistic view of the whole thing. Like... Yeah... No matter what we do, it's not going to matter anyway. So let's just get the fuck out there and just, you know, throw shit at them and just do our job. And hopefully we get to go home. And uh while she's on a patrol, she gets attacked by this giant. It looks like that's a a bit like it's it has it's 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 bird like. But anyway, and and her plane is downed and out of nowhere comes this giant lion-esque robot it's it looks like it has like a lion head with dreadlocks and i mean it's pacific rim meets destroy all monsters it's great and it it's 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 amazing and i just want to see this thing continue so um dark horse presents this is issue number 12 issue 12 already like where the where the hell does the time go Mm. but there's, there's another serial in here that's really good. Wait,
3: before you move on buddy Hmm. You, uh, I don't blame you in your old age for having a short-term memory, but uh, I actually backed the
2: Kill All Monsters Kickstarter back in 2013. Did you really? Yeah. No kidding. Did you get the book? Yeah. So it goes Volume beyond... 1, Ruins of Paris. Oh, so have you read it?
3: Yeah. I
2: talked about so it th- on the
3: show two years ago. So,
2: oh, Christ. So the is this... Does I don't take- know
3: because I'm not. I'm behind on DHP, so I don't know if this is serializing that. If it's a pick, uh, it doesn't sound like it. I guess it's a pick up on from that. I don't know. Must be volume oh, cool. two. Yeah.
2: But no, it's, it's totally in my wheelhouse. This is oh, just po- like ta- yes, tailor made. Giant monsters and giant robots. And please, if you go, just to the creators out there, if you are going to include the word kaiju in any kind of synopsis or any part of your creative work and you define it as giant monsters do your homework giant has nothing to do with kaiju size does not matter this is a i have very few pet pet, pet peeves but if you use the word if you equate kaiju with the size of the beast you're wrong because it doesn't matter pokemon are kaiju giant doesn't matter kaiju are strange beasts that's all it is. You don't, they don't have to be big. They don't have to be small. Kaiju does not have, is not contingent on size. That said, um, yeah, it's a problem with me. I don't know. Whenever I see something and they, they define kaiju as giant monster, I'm like, no, that's, you're wrong. It's not giant. But anyway, I thought it was great. It's amazing. But anyway, what I was saying is, what was I saying? Oh,
3: there's another there's, series
2: in there. There's another serial in here, um, called, uh, I want to get it right. It's Alien Jungle Girl, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Uh it's in the time of my ruin by Rich Woodall and, uh, Craig Rousseau. Kira, Alien Jungle Girl. It's mm-hmm. amazing. This thing is awesome. It's, it, it's in the Scotty Young wheelhouse. Right. Very stylistic, very much action based and lyrical and, and just just this whole fantasy quotient. Oh man, it's fantastic. This is the second chapter and the colors will sear your eyes. They're beautiful colors. You need to check it out. Like I said, not all the, the cereals in this thing are, are clicking with me. There's a, uh, a, uh, cereal called The Suit by Dennis Calero. Might as well not even be in the book. Don't like it at all. <laughs> but it, I gotta be honest, right? But for the most part, that there's only one in here that really isn't doing it for me that's not bad for 499 when one uh eight page serial falls by the wayside and everything else is gold so dark horse presents number 12 check it out
3: i, I actually do repping behind the hp because everything i have seen of it to date has been terrific yeah and i love anthologies i don't know just no excuse i have all these they're in my region
2: they're, I think it's, they're doing a good job. Um, and, uh, Jeff Darrow, like he always has a fairly steady flow of income. Cause all, all he does for these is maybe a spot illustration on the, on the contents page That's and on scary. the back cover. And they're gorgeous. They're amazing. And, and I so much enjoy looking at them. And it's just like, yeah, I'll do two illustrations a month and get paid. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Why not? Like there's a uh, the back of issue 12 is the uh there's a giant rat with uh, the double chainsaw thing. That um, what's that character? He always does. Jeff Darrow. the the monk.
0: Shaolin cowboy. Shaolin monk. Sh- oh yeah,
2: Shaolin cowboy. Yeah, Shaolin cowboy's right. in oh, it.
3: Sorry, yeah.
2: It's basically a rat standing on a on a mound of skulls with a double pole axe, like with chainsaws on it, and it's great. The line work is impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's just and a T Rex on the inside front cover. Money in the bank for Jeff Darrow. The bank.
3: So you're yeah. saying it's the uh, so it's the same weapon he uses in that last uh, miniseries. Right, the zombie. Yeah. The zombie one.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool stuff. I, I'm loving. What? Actually,
3: my Siri just turned on, like randomly. Ooh, that is cool. <laughs> my phone is sitting in the corner of the room charging, and it just fucking Siri just spoke.
2: Siri's useless. She does, she never, she never does anything for me.
0: But anyway. Well, it is correct. It's plugged in, right? Your phone? Yeah. There is a, um, there is a phrase, I don't think it's hey Siri. I think there, there is a phrase where if it's, although it probably <laughs> has to be activated, but yeah, cause I've, I've used it at work where it's, the phone's plugged in and without touching the button, if you say the phrase, Siri will answer you. But. The
3: phrase that pays?
2: Are much. you kidding me? So she's friggin' listening in on everything you say? If, How does she know you say the phrase? Unless she's I, constantly I, listening. It has, to, it
0: has to be enabled
2: in settings. Screw that bitch. I don't want her me. listening to everything I say.
1: <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm so getting a galaxy next time. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I don't like shit that works. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I love to push the buttons. Yeah. So what else we got? Marathon episode. Come on. Bring it.
3: Well, you just, uh, you just made me think of, have you seen the movie Her?
2: Have I seen what? No.
3: The movie Her.
2: Is that the one with, um Joaquin. No, I haven't seen that. That's the one about the AI and he's got the, he falls in love with it or something. It. Yeah,
3: Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with uh, his phone.
2: Yeah, was it good?
3: I enjoyed it quite a bit. You just made me think of it when you said what you said, but yes. And, and it doesn't hurt that the voice is ScarJo.
2: Really, I didn't know yeah, that. Didn't know that. Oh yeah, I love that woman. <laughs> Me
3: mm. too.
2: Get in line, dog. Seriously, I'll I fight you. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> <That laughs> I'll stomp
3: on your neck for her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a it would be a good fight.
3: <laughs> we should do that at New York Comic Con.
2: Seriously, like, <laughs> she would
3: even look at either of us <laughs> to the death. Oh
2: shit,
3: she, a shame, uh, she she banged like with like, Del Toro in an elevator. I don't know. I wouldn't.
2: Are you kidding me? He's, he's horrendous. That's what I'm so saying, funny. dude. That's my <laughs> maybe, point, dog. Maybe, maybe there is hope for us. That's my point. Scott, send me a pick.
3: <laughs> but no, I dug her a lot. It's, it's trippy, um, but really well executed and, uh, heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking.
2: Oh, no, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did we talk about Ex
3: Machina? I forget. You did. Okay, I did, yeah. Yeah. You got to see you guys both have to see
2: that movie. That's that's Yeah, a, that's I want to. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah, very, very. Good. If I could only stop watching Cloud Atlas. Then, oh really? I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, it's great. Cloud Atlas is Which awesome. Ripped to shreds, <laughs> by everybody. I know. Do not listen to the reviews. Cloud Atlas is phenomenal. Oh. Okay, you got to right. you got to pay attention though. I want to guys.
0: This Chinese I, dude. I,
3: Stop. I was listening to a podcast today, and they started talking about Sucker Punch, and they actually <laughs> yes. all liked it. And I was like, oh, it's like this and I. These it's are warm. our people.
2: Dude, Sucker Punch is awesome. Why I wouldn't know. you like The
3: movie. chick from Sucker Punch just got cast as uh Barbara Gordon in the uh, Batman Superman movie.
2: No, Baby got cast as Barbara Gordon?
3: I don't know if it was Baby, because, um, hold on. Oh, I don't
2: know if it was Baby, but it would be hot if that's who it is. Yeah, for real. i watch it then. Oh, that would Was make that, you watch it? No, Seriously, I haven't seen episode one of that. You didn't see Man of Steel?
0: Um, Jessa Malone. Some,
3: Jenna, Malone.
0: Baby? Jenna Malone. Jenna Malone, let's see.
3: I will tell you one second.
2: Jenna Malone. Speaking of baby, if I can only get my girls to stop watching Dirty Dancing...
0: They think that movie is,
2: no, they think it's phenomenal. I'm like, this movie is, I can't phenomenal. front when I came out, I was all about that movie.
0: Oh yeah. The soundtrack was yeah. slamming the, um, but <laughs> it was bullshit though, because back then songs were like two and a half minutes and time of your life is like six minutes long. And it's like, You're no, right. it's just they're not, it's not going <laughs> to happen.
3: So, oh. um, baby was, uh, sorry, not baby, uh, Jenna Malone was rocket
2: oh nice yeah. yes
3: yes mm-hmm.
2: anything aside from vanessa hudgens and i'll watch it she's like just eh. <laughs> got no love for her but anything but her yeah i'll watch <sighs> she dirty you're adorbs i am adorbs totes adorbs, totes adorbs. <laughs> all right look at the clock on the wall we are pushing three hours my friends so let's bring this baby home. For Vincent's actually, 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 we're two and a half, but I figure by the time we do the In Your Travels, blah, blah, blah. Hey everybody, uh, thank you for being here with us. This episode, as usual, has been sponsored by who? Yes, Jesus. Discount Comic Book Service, where you can score I Hate Fairyland for $1.75 by Mr. Scotty Young and Mr. Bo. yeah, Jean, yep. Uh, <laughs> Walt Simonson's Ragnarok, woo, hardcover, six issues, less than the price you'd pay for the cover, twelve dollars and forty nine cents. That's fifty percent off. And the Black Hood, by Dwayne Swazinski, and Michael Gatos. Shush, David. The, <laughs> the cover price is fourteen ninety nine. You can bring it to your abode for a lousy seven dollars and forty nine cents. Woo! In your travels, it's a one shot. It's in the Hellboy universe. It stars Lobster Johnson. It has been written by Mike Mignola and John Arcudi. There's no surprise there. But the art is by Kevin Nolan, who serves up, I think, two pages, and Troy Nixie. I love Troy Nixie. Does the rest of the book? It is called A Chain Forged in Life. It's a one-shot only cost you 350 less if you get it from DCBS it's actually a christmas story this uh part-time santa is working at a uh, department store and uh, somebody robs the place and he's caught in the middle of it taken hostage and lobster johnson hunts these uh, criminals down uh, that's all i'm going to say it it is beautiful troy nixie's art is amazing and Kevin Nolan, do I have to tell you who Kevin Nolan is? If I do, then you haven't been listening long enough. It's fantastic. I love Lobster Johnson. He takes no shit. If you get in the path, he will kill you. Mm. So so you need to re- you guys don't read Lobster Johnson? You never read any of it?
0: Just uh, whatever was part of the, uh, Hellboy or BPRD stuff that I've read so far.
2: Oh, then you, you, you got it, then. It's great stuff and it's a one shot. It's a Christmas tale in the summer. I love when they do that because I don't want to really make this public, but I kind of enjoy Christmas. (gasps) I know, I know I'm not Mm -hmm. all in the damn soundtracks like you guys do with the friggin' Christmas music, but I do love the season and this is, this is great. It just, it, it's hot outside and to read a story. That takes place in the freezing cold with a Santa Claus and Lobster Johnson, it just it just made me happy. It's it's really good stuff. So read it. Lobster Johnson a chain forged in life. Huh.
0: Um first I forgot to do this at the top of the show, but I have a thank you. Oh. And I received the second issue. Of where do we go from here by Mr. Dave Jordan?
2: Oh, I have a thank you too. I got that as well. I'm sorry, I was negligent. Uh,
0: so you can pick this up. Actually, he—I uh, just read a uh, a Facebook post from Mr. Jordan. Uh, the book is available, uh, so you should. Everything we've been saying about this is the continuation of of the first book. Um, it's available for purchase at Dave's. Etsy shop, uh, etsy.com shop, uh, slash shop, slash Dave Jordan art. Um, so I'm, I received this today, so I'll be reading this once we are done uh, tonight. In your travels. Let's do that for next week, can we? Cool, yeah. Okay. Um, And I Did you actually write that down? What?
2: That we're going to do it for next week? 'Cause sound like you were jotting something. No, out. I was
0: I was unlocking the iPad. Ah. The um so surface. i am just my wife. No. it's not a surface, bro. Get a surface. Yeah. <laughs> 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 totally made yourself oh my God. Uh you are the best. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> surface you right. Um I like it. I know. I know. It's okay. We all need the uh like the Fisher Price, my first tablets. Those are cool. The uh I was gonna say, but I didn't get to read any of it. So I'm actually I'm gonna read two things for next week because where do we go from here? And I want to finish the last few issues of Cowl because oh. with issue eleven, um, so I want to read that for next week. So you,
2: wait, 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 wait! It ended forever. Done with issue eleven.
0: I didn't read the issue, but uh, good put, bro. I think so. Oh. Um In your travels, actually, I posted a. Um, a collage of a couple of panels last week. Um, Ivar Time Walker. Yes. <laughs> any, any comic that's going to talk about you know bringing five guys to to that's I I'm I'm down with it. But it is a uh, it's I I had to go back and reread the first or actually the last couple pages of the uh, of the first arc because uh, I confused myself. I forgot how Anila got to. Time travel and left Ivar in in the past, but that was because she had the arm and and is, so it all, it all made sense again. Uh, really you shouldn't wait. You shouldn't have a lapse between issues and that's on me because they've been coming out. I just let them pile up. So, um, I had to do a quick little recap on that and Ivar is, is going around and he's, um, enlisting his brothers for help. Because they, uh, they need to, um well, make sure that things, do- and this fifth issue was fantastic because it starts off with, with a group of, uh, a group of, uh, I'll call them soldiers attacking, uh, <laughs> Neela Prime and, and by the time you get to the end of the issue, you find out who it was that was attacking and I was like oh it was just what wasn't that so cool <laughs> That was like that was that was some 12 monkey shit that was that was oh, right, yeah. that was fantastic it's you know, like you pathetic <laughs> fuckers like <laughs> you are so pathetic is awesome uh he is. The, um and the art is is very it, the the art was by um Francis Portella which very reminiscent of the Clayman artwork from the first arc so it it's it there's a nice consistency going on with this this book but um yeah no definitely ivar is is one of my Oh, well, no i'll I'll say like Vince it is my favorite valiant book uh no doubt about it i uh,
2: I, I think so
0: i think you're it's, right it, it is extremely well written it's clever it looks great there's not uh it's smart because you when you when you get it i mean it it some of it's written or the story can be very um Daunting or just, you may not, you may think that I, I won't be able to follow this because I mean, it, there's, there's, there's a whole book, there's a whole issue where she is, where Neela is in a bar full of Neelas and you know, throughout the issue, you're, you're getting, you're finding out like why this one wasn't scrubs and this one's a bald and this one's and, and, as,
2: just not as a cast, yeah. yeah. So
0: it, but it, and it, and it works, and and they are just it. You you feel incredibly smart when you are done reading an issue of Ivarta because there there's just it's you're on top of the world. You just you feel like you've just accomplished something because you you were it's not you're it's not dumbed down.
2: No, it's incredibly rewarding. Yes, because. Everything isn't spelled out for you initially, but rest assured, by the time you close the cover, Van Lentie will explain. Like, when we got to the bar, there's that one Neil that's like so pessimistic, like, why even try? You're never gonna get anywhere. And you find out why she's like that by the end of the issue. It's amazing.
0: And they're not, you know, it's not like where, oh, well, pay attention to this one, that'll, you know, and, and you're not, there's no patting on the head. There's no condescending by the time you're at the end of the issue where it's like, Hey, remember this one? No, you just, they're, it's, it's explained where they, they know you are smart enough to follow this. And, and it's just, it is, a, it, like you said, rewarding is, is a great word. So, um, Right. Right.
2: No, Van Lenty does not talk down to you. He's, he, he's ex- what's the word I'm looking for? He's very cognizant of the intelligence of his readers. Right. And he will let you stand or fall based on your participation in the book. If you want to put the effort into it, you will be rewarded. If you want to read this like you read, um, you know, anything else, uh, by uh, just say one of the big two publishers. You're not going to get as much out of it as someone who's actually sitting back and paying attention. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what I'm rereading? Speaking of Mr. Fred Van Lente. The complete Hercules uh, saga that Hercules, started,
0: Hercules.
2: that started at the end of... Uh, I absolutely we'll, love that series. Oh my God, it's so good. Riley so Brown has never looked better, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree yep, with and, that. And Gary Frank, too. Gary Frank is kicking in those first couple mm-hmm. issues. Right before it turns from Incredible Hulk to Incredible Hercules, Gary Frank, his artwork is fun. Now uh, He draws Jen Walters. His rendition is immaculate. Yeah when when she's human when she's all gamma radio, like gamma powered it's amazing what he does with that character
3: i love and, the page i have of that series from uh, the thorcules part where where uh, he's sitting on the throne and the hot dark elf chick is sitting on his
0: lap it's uh, a great page
2: that's the only trade i don't have is the thorcules one oh, i, I got to get on there. that i well, i buy i want them all in hardcover do it i just took advantage of the Tfos sale and got like three of the ones I was missing for, whatever peanuts, but for they penis. didn't have the peanuts. Yes, they didn't have the the Thorcules one. Well, that's a damn shame. Yeah, and it ends the way it should end. Every, every Norse god or or you know Olympian tale should end with the fall of Olympus. That's the way it should end.
3: Yeah. Or Asgard or.
2: Yeah. Or what have
3: you, depending on the. But yeah, I get your point.
2: Yep. Yeah. so I'm sorry for for interrupting, Jason. What what's your in your travels? Um,
3: in your travels, if you haven't already, because it's been off for a little bit now, um, give the Spire a try. Yeah, by our by the same team that uh, brought us the Six Gun Gorilla. Uh, writer Mr. Simon Spurrier, phenomenal art by Mr. Jeff Stokely. Got to give a shout out to the colorist on this one, Andre May, because the colors are. Are, are fantastic. But um it's a it's a fantasy uh story about a world it's I guess you could say it's post apocalyptic in the sense that um it seems like a good chunk, if not all of society live in the spire, which is this mountainous um structure that's it's again it looks like a mountain, but it's it's machines and it's it's essentially where everybody lives and it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, very much literally like a cast pyramid where the very tip of the top of the spire is the, the leader and the, the, the royal family and all the way down to the very bottom of the spire are the, you know, the lowly peasants that, that, uh, you know, are impoverished and, and, uh, you know, work to the bone and that sort of thing. And, um, it's a world where there are humans but then there are um, uh other groups of, of essentially they're they're mutants I mean in essence but uh but uh they they're they're shunned they exist but they're shunned and the main character of the of the uh of the story is a, a girl a woman named Shah who they say is the last of the Meducei and you can guess by that name that, um, she essentially, she, she has these strange white almost filaments that extend out of her body that she has control over, like prehensile. So kind of like Medusa from the Inhumans, only they come, I don't know where they, I think they, I think they come out of her back. It's hard I to tell. I think so exactly. too. Yeah. But, um, so, so she's somewhat hated and vilified, but she also happens to be the head of the, of the, of the, like the night's watch, the head the she's like the head sheriff. And so she's tasked with tracking down um, a serial killer, and all the myths of that. There's a new head of the Spire being sworn in, and she has ties to her. I won't give away how, but uh but I just thought that the landscape, the visual landscape, and the character design and the set design that that uh, that Jeff put down in this issue is just jaw dropping. Um, we got a taste of hit of what he was capable of from this in this from Six Gun Gorilla which um, was also set in a futuristic you know, war torn apocalyptic setting. So, so I knew he was capable of this kind of, but his art has gone from very good to exceptional in the last few years. And so, um, this is a jaw dropping book. It's an eight issue series. Um, I don't know the scheduling. The first issue was out in shops, uh, July, in early July. So I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's monthly, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I Published have by that. Boom. Yes, by Boom, thank you. And uh just love the first issue so much, I thought it was great. And she's a great character, and um she's uh for Vince's purposes, she's a she's a she's in a lesbian in a lesbian relationship, yep. so, Vince. Uh, yep. So uh yep. So and she uses her Medusi tentacles for all their glory. So Sappho. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> such a jerk. Yeah. So so yes, yeah. so uh so uh <laughs> I mean and, and the, ca-
0: the characters are all over the place cuz you have the uh the thugs in their um their, their revolutionary era uh garb and 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 they're it, it's just it's it's a crazy I mean Jason summed it up but it's uh I don't know what to expect cuz I still haven't read Six Gun Gorilla but uh I thought this was this was quite. It was a sight, and and I thought it was. uh I'm going to stick around. I, I, I like where it's going.
2: Nice.
3: This was these nasty, shriveled up, giant headed. They look almost like, uh almost like if you if you turn the vulture the into a bobblehead doll. Yeah. Um, cool. And they're the uh, the, the car coupes, the, the the cards. They they they're like prescient, and they use them to do their bidding. It's, uh, it's just very, very interesting setup. Um, but the spire in and of itself is, 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 is hella impressive. I have to say it's, uh, the, the are essentially like carrier pigeons, but they look like these, these strange mushed up old cherubs. It's, uh,
2: it's wild stuff. Okay. I have a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you got the, uh, fables 150. In your last box. I,
3: I, I did. I have not read it yet, but yes, I
2: did. Why don't we read that for next week? I thought you didn't, I thought you didn't talk fables on the show. It's the last of the series. We gotta talk about this. I'm, um, I'm all for it. I briefly page through it. It looks like a tour de force. I mean, there are, the pages are amazing and there's so many different people involved in this. Even if we just go through the laundry list of just who contributed to it, that'll take about 20 minutes right there. About, about it. Okay. Let's do it. Awesome. Nice. And, uh, David and I, I'll talk something else. We'll talk about that after the, <laughs> after the show. But, uh, thank you all for being here with me, uh, us. Just speaking personally, I would not have wanted to spend my birthday with anybody else than these two longheads. Making yeah. me all but Clint now. It's the truth. Oh. And 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 all of you listening too, thank you for being here with us. You're the reason why we do this every week, and we're glad you're here. David especially wants you to come back next week because if you don't, it's going to be all messed up. No, so all messed up. do it. Do us a favor. Come back next week. Leave us an iTunes review. We love those things, and they mean a lot to us. Uh, so please uh, drop us an iTunes review if you enjoyed what you heard. Uh, join us on the Facebooks. We have our own little group there. We'll be glad to usher you into the fold, and, and we'll talk comics. And in the meantime, as usual, say good night, David.
0: Good night, David.
2: Flawless. Oh, that, that was good. Every week. He is, he is good.
0: He does follow orders very well. Not really. Not really, no. <laughs> Not really. I'm giddy you made out like a bandit this week. This is still well, tonight, this year.
2: Oh, dude, I have an original Johnny Ryan and Gazelle? My god! And and you have cards from your kids.
0: Yeah, they did do me some cards. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> they're pretty funny too. <laughs> I mean, I need to see, and have, Someone in the house has to have a decent camera. Tay, Tay, I want to see you with pictures, with, 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 with your, uh, with your goods. I'm going to scan
2: my OA and put it up on the Facebooks for everyone to see because these pieces are too damn good. Look at to you. Just, to just languish Make in the box.
3: Clap.
2: They're going on the wall. Oh, y'all know me. It. R- respect it. Respect. That's what's awesome. <laughs> Good night. Thank- Good night, y'all. Shout. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Peace.
3: Peace shit. tits As I stand by